0: This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cole Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. How you doing? Welcome. Welcome. What a show. I am so glad to be back. It's 2024. It's the. Here we go. Happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year. It's the absolute worst year you're going to experience. Uh, good luck to you all. Doom and gloom. Everything's going to be horrible. No, but actually uh, it's going to be a very dicey year. I don't know how it's going to be, but I'm Cody. Eastwood. I'm trying to host this little podcast called X and C. Thank you everybody for being here. I'm back. Finally back. With yeah. Mag, middle-aged game guy, how are you? How have you been?
1: I am doing wonderful. Yes, we uh, we we have an interesting year ahead of us. A lot of revelations coming. A lot of interesting things. And my revelations—I don't mean revelations from the Bible. Uh, you know, the four horsemen of apocalypse are you know, coming never down. Read to- it. Yeah, <laughs> they're not coming down to destroy everybody and to judge the living and the dead I'm talking about revelations in terms of things we're going to find out this year, uh, the paths that are certain uh, happy companies that we like to follow and we like to uh, uh, support our, which direction they're going and that, and it's going to be very interesting here, a lot of fun, a lot of things to talk about, we got to stay positive people because uh, listen, I've been kind of quiet on social media other than Christmas time when I decided to uh, <clears throat> start singing and whatever else, but besides all that I've been watching and observing and man, there's a lot of angry, unhappy people in there and, uh, on social media. And I'm like, guys, you really got to chill out, man. So let's go into 2024, happy, positive. Uh, it doesn't matter what you are, uh, matter what you're into. You're an X bot, a pony bot like myself or a pony in general, whatever, or a dork, whatever you are, man, or PC, uh, master race. Hey, there's man, a lot of those. Yeah. Let's have a lot of fun this year, and let's have a let's have a positive year, and talk about some great things. And at the end of the day, we're here to talk about games. Let's get into it, Cole.
0: We, we are, you know, the the big thumbnail here for the show said Xbox going multi-platform, and we're going to talk about what that means, and, and its limited capacity, or what it means for the things that really bother some people because I've heard a lot of reactions. Uh, especially over the past three days, I put out a video yesterday, which would be Sunday morning where I just like turned on the camera and I just like gave this sermon as it were. And, uh, w- we hear you. Uh, I think the, the stream is going to be up and down here for a second. Yeah, we hear you. Um, we're going to get into those concerns. Uh, what a crazy first part of the year. I'm trying to like get a little bit more, uh, healthy and, and kind of approach content, in a better way, and get more content out for everybody, and just kind of get the conversation going. Shout out to everyone's here. We got 400 people who are watching the show live. Thank you so much for being here. Um, those of you are maybe no one is even thinking about it, but those of you wondering about me with no glasses, I'm wearing two contacts, and I love I love it, Mag. I I love it. The the, the first couple of weeks, I'm like. <laughs> Get in there! <laughs> I'm like, you know, fold it, in, you know, fold inside out, and and I'm like, and, and now it's like one or two tries, and then I get them in. And they just feel nice. They actually kind of feel refreshing. Like putting in cool uh, <laughs> saline contacts is like, oh, that's great, and uh, the vision's good. So I hope you guys are getting used to it. But that um, was uh,
1: that you sounded very scorpion-like when you were putting. Get your in contact. there! Yeah, get in here! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's uh, I, I hope you do that when you, when you went to the optometrist, I hope you screamed that and scared the crap out of them.
0: Well, I yeah, did have to, you- I did have to yell at them cause they gave me contacts and I hadn't worn them in 30 years and they were like, Oh, good luck. But, um, oh, boy. yeah, yeah. Arthur one's like, no, put your glasses back on. And I saw a clip like the promo I sent out for us doing the show today. I was like, Oh, I, I do like the way the glasses look, but I do not miss the, the nonsense of them. But I'm very happy like this. I love it. So thank you so much, uh, everybody, for being here. Shout out to Infant Umbra. We got Happy Bomb in the chat who is running uh, the gauntlet and making sure everything's cool and collected. Uh, Thank you, everybody. And uh, we do want to hear your questions and your concerns in the chat. We'll try and keep an eye on that because there's a lot to cover. And before we get started, instead of talking about what we've been playing, uh, like we normally do, I wanted to start the show, Mag, and talk about what's coming for 2024 because I think it's kind of a, like... Like this kind of year for big games? I don't know if you've yeah. picked the list, but... Um. Yeah, of course, of course. Um,
1: I'm interested in getting through my backlog this uh, for the first half of this year. I've, I told my wife this, which is kind of funny because she doesn't believe me, but it, 100% it's going to happen. I said, honey, I'm not buying a single game until I finish... My backlog. Now, there's not that many. There's only about, about 11 games in there. Maybe 12 at most. Because I got a bunch on sale during the Christmas sales and all that kind of stuff and uh, whatever, right? Um, so, I'm going to finish all those. There are games coming. Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, we've got well, we got a couple of third. Uh, you got a couple of um, third. I, I hate to say this. Third-party exclusive is that what is that the proper term or timed exclusive at least for the very yeah. least with uh, Final Fantasy and stuff like that. And uh, and then uh, there's Dragon's Dogma, which is coming from Capcom, uh, which looks great by the yeah. way. It looks really good. Uh, however, it is an online-ish sort of, isn't it? Like online, like is it is it was a single player or is it? Because I see like multiple people on the screen.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I think it's just your typical. Um, or, or is it just you with a troop? Cr- yeah, troop based RPG. Oh, okay, and I, okay. I, I start. I played like a uh, 20 minutes of Dragon's Dogma like last month, and it's kind of it's too old to play, like on on Xbox. And I heard even on PC, Fonz is playing it but at full settings. Is like it's still pretty dusty, but it's a really right. critically claimed great game, and it's one of the big games in 2024 that people can be excited about. But there's not a big laundry list of big games like Suicide Squad oh, no. is coming. And oh, yeah, uh, right. yeah, yeah, pro- yeah. like, if I had hands on it, I'd be like, mm, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, Jay I have Dunn, I hands s- on it. So, what's Jay that?
1: Dunn, I see you, brother. No, no. He said it's single player. Yeah. He's, he's right. It's single player. My mistake. Yeah. So, cause I watched some of the, uh, the, I was about to say Facebook. My goodness. I was watching some of the YouTube videos of it. looks great. looks like fun. And you know what? Capcom rarely misses, especially since resident evil seven and on, they've just been on fire. So, uh, they've been great. And yeah, yeah almost I never we- missed. Well, remember they almost went bankrupt. They yeah, almost but their went games are always
0: up. pretty good, aren't they?
1: But Resident, Resident Evil Seven is when they made their massive comeback, hmm. and then ever since then they've just been knocking it out like literally home run after home run. Uh, so that's going to be a great game. But that's like in well, great game. We're hoping it's going to be a great game. That comes out in March. Uh, then Xbox starts to drop stuff. I think well, we think hopefully in like the spring and the summer because we're not 100% sure. We see yeah. the number 2024 20, on some of their releases. We've we've got a Vowed. We've got Senua's Saga, uh right? At least those those are the two big big Tower big ones. Got Towerborn. One. Uh,
0: and we'll get right. it, that actually goes into uh, well, one of the big discussions where we're going to talk about this sure. coming developer direct announcement which is like maybe Wednesday um maybe or Wednesday, next week, yeah. you know, depending on how Early, they want to do the show. We'll, we'll get into that, but let me. I'll sure. wrap up a couple games here, and you could stop me if anything is like you want to say anything about it. But Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth on PlayStation is coming. Tekken Eight, uh, another like a Dragon game that's exciting, Prince of Persia, which I talked to somebody who's already playing it, and right. one person was but like, it, "Oh my gosh!" And then the other person who I'm close to was like, hmm. "I was like, yeah, oh no,
1: it, Ubisoft is like that. It's it's either." like some people it, for them it's up here and then some people it's mid right it's yeah. it's, it's it's just i almost feel like ubisoft it, it's kind of like an acquired taste for some people it's like you really really got to be into their sort of style their gameplay style and if you're not and if it doesn't really like you know jive with you it's not really going to work for you right and uh, you you know i'm i'm excited to see that i'm excited to see it. the prince of persia's been a long time i know it's not like a full triple a like you know 150 million dollar banger that's going to be coming out this is a smaller project however it's going to be something that should be you know what they're doing this for they're doing this to test the waters they want to see if it's successful a and then b they want to see if the fans gravitate towards it if so then they could justify putting 100 plus million dollars into a big triple a version of Prince of Persia which we've been sorely lacking for years I may add because I love the Prince of Persia series, and they've been fantastic over the years. Like, like Sands of Time, are you kidding me? Like and all those other something ones, something
0: was the last real Prince of Persia game, the last sure, big one, some, somewhere around there. It was, uh, it was that right it was before Assassin's Creed League. One, which I think Assassin's Creed One was oh seven. So it's been a long time since uh, Prince of Persia, but uh, um, two
1: pad stack. Uh, I, I see what he said there. He says uh, why, which is why I'm terrified for Splinter Cell. Um, Ubisoft style is boring, he says. Um, I assure you Splinter Cell is looking very good. Mm-hmm. I can say that with absolute certainty that the game is looking very, very good and promising. Um, I think that if you're a fan of Splinter Cell, you should be very excited for what's about to come. It's... I can tell you that 100% from, from me. So... <laughs> sorry i I don't know how i don't know how else to phrase uh, phrase that without giving too much away as you (laughs) say that like
0: we we delayed the show a few minutes while we were in the green room talking and and meg is like can i just kind of spill all this stuff to you so i don't send it over the wire or send it over you know dm or whatever and so he was uh, he actually like held his phone up to the to the camera i was like look at this look at this that's all i'll say right so meg and i were talking and while he was talking i was like Whoa, whoa. whoa oh, so there are cool stuff, things uh, happening behind the scenes, and I'm glad that Mag's been able to get a pulse on some of those. We'll talk about those as well later. Um, so another game that's really good is, that's coming at the end of the year is Warhammer Space Marine 2, but I think such a pale comparison 2024 when it comes to big games or big, exciting, uh, long-awaited games in 2024 compared to 2023, which was unprecedented. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of where it's going. So, uh, let me jump into a kind of a funny, uh, news item as we kind of get warmed up. Thank you everybody. If you're here and you for some reason want to support the XC podcast, hit the like button. That makes a big difference and it shows the support, uh, for what Mag and I are doing here. If you're in the chat, you can move the chat for a moment, hit the like button, come on back. All your friends will still be there. We appreciate you so much for supporting us. Let's talk about Baldur's gate three, one of the biggest games of the year, was um oh my gosh it's another topic we got to talk about but some user on Xbox posted like eight or nine consecutive clips of boobies from Baldur's Gate oh. three and All then right. was like why'd you ban me and I, of course I'm on the side of of the the guy who who posted stuff because it, he's playing a game that's on the platform uh but Xbox saw it and said, no. And then another one and another one and another one. But he did them consecutively as far as I know. And then they were like, that's too many, uh, nipple shots. So we're banning your account for a year. They're like strike one, strike two, strike three. And he's still uploading them. Um, Xbox made a statement today and said, if you post inappropriate content on the public activity feed, it violates our terms of service, and we take action. And we manually review these things. We don't just automatically flag them or have have an AI look for uh, certain shapes or whatever. Um, but I'm like, if you're manually looking at this stuff, remove it and send them. Once every two
1: weeks for like you know eight hours or twenty four hours or whatever, just because I actually speak my mind. It's it's actually hilarious. So if you actually have your own thoughts. You get, you get blocked or banned for that, or at least temporarily banned for that. Pretty ridiculous. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, if you're doing it at that level of frequency, it, at that point it almost feels like you're trolling on purpose. You know what I mean? Like, if you were to post one or two booby shots be like, hey, look at this. Ha <laughs> ha, that's pretty funny. Look at this, you know, look at this uh, woodland fairy elf's boobs or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or this demon from hell's, like, uh, you know, the lady with the three boobs from, like, you know, Total Recall or something. But... <laughs> You're doing that like once or twice, okay. But if you're posting nine, at, at that point you got to be like, I, you know what? I wouldn't ban him. I would just say, "Yo, dude, like, can you?" I'm sure they did. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah okay. So,
0: I like, mean, if you he, and nine, he has to know that his stuff is public. I mean, Xbox has an activity feed. Uh, my stuff doesn't automatically post because I turned it off manually. So if I was recording a clip, uh, people couldn't see it. I could save it for a video, but I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle ish yeah. in this.
1: Well, I mean, like I said, like if you post nine of them, that means that you're, you're having a, you know, you're, 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 you're having a piss about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you're just kind of joking around or whatever, or just being funny or, or you're trolling. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. They could have warned them and say, look at dude, you do it again. Then we're going to have to, you know, this, these are the consequences. If you do it again, at least if you present the consequences, then it's on them. You know what I'm saying? That's like, you know, that's like if if a cop is standing in front of you, be like, dude, if you shoot at me, you're going to either, I'm going to either shoot you back or you're going to jail forever. Uh, You know, so at that point, you have the choice of putting your hands up or going to jail forever, right? Like, like, that's the same idea. So the thing is, if these guys are, like, you know, if Microsoft warns him and says, hey, look, dude, come on, man, nine shots, like, let's go. Like, you know, take it easy over here. If after that, you're still doing it, that means at that point you're just trolling him, and now a year ban is a little ridiculous.
0: That's yeah, a is. little. Yeah.
1: That's a little over the top. Um, yeah. I would think that maybe like start with like a week. You say here's a week, man. You do it again, we're gonna increase it to a month. You do it again, we'll increase it to six months. You do it again, we'll ban you for a year. It, you know if you know t- eight strikes yeah. and
0: like you're out, like then they could just block you forever. I, at that, I, point. hang on a second, Meg. Uh, Froggy T White, right in the chat is like Colt. Did you? Uh, research this at all i (laughs) i know almost everything about the game dvr you can tell it to not upload to the xbox network that's a setting or you can plug in a usb thumb drive or a usb cabled hard drive and you can record your clips there and they're completely private It, it does automatically put your clips and your screenshots up to xbox network to the activity feed if you have that feature on now i didn't research as far as what this guy did I'm assuming he did like nine clips in a row all within like an hour's time or whatever he did. Right. And then he was like, crap, what, what, what did I do? Like he just did that one moment. Um, right. I think okay, X- so- Xbox should have removed all of them and then sent him out the warning. Like we've, right, we've so he- limited your account for two weeks for putting all these up because it's kind of like what you're alluding to. So you, when you put up nine clips, let's just say seven, so we're as close to reality as possible. Since I don't read this stuff like down to the fine detail, I'm not a lawyer. If he puts up seven naked clips in a row, he's trying to he's trying to spam his feed with with something that's, to get people to see I'm it. That's what
1: I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're trolling at that point. But, You're not. If you did one or two, okay. Uh, Little evil gaming here. Hold on. I'm going to I'm to say this. He said that's what happened, Mag. Only they enforced it all at once. Yes. That I have a problem with. You can't enforce something all at once and just say, yep, you're banned for a whole year without giving them even an iota saying, look, dude, we know what you're doing. Stop, please. Yeah. Or else, and then you lay out like the punishments. And then if you do it, then you lay out the punishment. But to just go from, you know, judge to straight executioner and ignoring the jury part, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Instead of judge, jury, and executioner, they went straight from judge to executioner. And I'm like, that's a little extreme like you know it's a little bit silly
0: yeah so uh, you know shout out to mavin from fun speculation podcast in the chat he says this guy could be a hornball and just saving all these clips for himself um one year is just way too much
1: exists can you imagine (laughs) spending all that time going through baldur's gate three just looking for random ass booby shots when you could just go to Pornhub in like 0.8 of a second and see millions of that (laughs) that seems a little
0: (laughs) you know what i mean well here's the thing uh we'll we'll end it with this the activity feed or i don't even even know if they call it that anymore but your feed of your screenshots and captures are public on a platform that is supposed to be made for all ages and well
1: that's the thing yeah xbox
0: has not put in any type of um obstacle to like keep that content from being available to anyone in everyone's eyes. I don't even see an activity feed. I probably haven't seen one since the Xbox one was new, but uh, Twitter is like the the Twitter platform is barely even works. And if you put up something, I I put up a clip of Wolfenstein, the new Colossus. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. This 2017 game. I put up a clip of shooting these robots and there was the big banners of the, uh, the Nazi flags hanging there. While this big Mac came in and I was shooting it with dual assault rifles. Twitter automatically blurted out and said possible inappropriate content. Like it saw it or somebody saw it and flagged it and it just blurted out and you could click. Hey, are you okay with seeing this? You could hit yes. Like that's nearly an automatic feature. So that's just what I say. Xbox needs to uh, figure that out and fix it. Oh
1: yeah. Because if you can blur something out like that, like for example, like if you're scrolling through a, a timeline pretty quickly, or like a kid is, they may not stop to even see that, or may, they may not even notice like the blurred out thing. It looks like an advertisement, right? Actually, nine times out of ten, a lot of those like you know uh, viewer warning whatever's on on Twitter X, a lot of them did. They look like advertisements, so I miss a lot of them. I just keep scrolling through as I'm like trying to read information or whatever what people are talking about or getting into. I scroll right past that, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I just saw viewer discretion is advised. You might catch one or two of them. But a lot of them I miss. So that is a feature that, you know, but you know what? It is, at the end of the day, it's an all ages kind of thing. You have five year olds and six year olds. My daughter's on there. Yeah. My daughter's on on Xbox Live. She's seven years old, eight years old. Well, turning, no, she's eight years old. Excuse me. (laughs) I don't know the age of my own children. Uh, She's eight years old. She doesn't need to know. She didn't need to be seeing all that.
0: However, I mean, you'd have have to be friends friends with the guy on that. You'd have to add him on Xbox Live. Like I don't know, Dude, whatever. That's,
1: that's what I'm saying. That person would have to actually be friends with my daughter. So, like, as I'm seesawing this argument back and forth, it really isn't a big, a big deal as it is. I can understand things like you know, um, inappropriate language or like I, I don't mean inappropriate language like f words and stuff. Like, come on, give me a break. Uh, that, that's like my regular Re- really
0: bad stuff. Yeah. I mean, like speech, really, bad stuff. Speech, hate speech,
1: yeah. ra- uh, you know, uh, like you know, uh, um, you know, any any form of racism towards anybody, that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, you know, gone are the days of the <laughs> Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare, uh, uh, you know, in the 360. You remember those?
0: <laughs> yeah, or, or showing <laughs> a clip <laughs> of an heart. Xbox game coming to PlayStation. That could be very, very creatures <laughs> for some, for some. Um, let's get into it, Meg. Let's let's um, I kind of wanted to warm up some topics and I'm really glad to have you here. And uh, I feel really rusty because we, we kind of missed the last two weeks of X and C, but I know a lot of people are here to talk about what's going on with Xbox and third party. And I want to set it up properly, Meg, because I made a video and I talked about it. There's, there's a little more to just the rumors. So I'm just going to say this, what we're about to talk about when it comes to two games, possibly coming to the competitor platform. They come from a couple of leakers who have a really a bulletproof track record. And then I've talked to people who said, you know, I've kind of heard the same thing. So I'm going to approach this with mag as a, this is a very high possibility. And we want to talk about how we should react or how it affects us as fans of Xbox or fans of gaming in general. So here is the news. A leaker who has a very trusted back, what do you call it? A very track record. Nate the Hate and some other people on sites that will not visit or mention their names because they're cesspools. They said that it's a very high possibility that Hi-Fi Rush, the 2023 Shadow Drop game from Tango Gameworks, a Bethesda title, is supposed to be coming to either Switch, but now maybe it's only coming to PlayStation 4 and maybe Nintendo Switch would be Back and pad up to ps5 so this is a very high possibility the other rumor that has been stewing for at least a month in the circles that i've been talking to and it's now come up with those same people that have a trusted track record is that sea of thieves being five years old is about to make its debut on playstation to bolster that live community that's 13 million strong or whatever it's more than that it's like 20 million i think that's on sea of thieves that have played the game so this is what we're going to frame mag as the reality for tonight, because I want people to understand that mag and I talked behind the scenes before the show started. These are just rumors. We're not going to be freaking out about them. We're not going to be doing and gloom and we're going to talk about if these are true, what does this mean for us and for everybody else on this planet that enjoys games?
1: Well, I'm thirsty. You know, months ago, I talked about this, we talked about this, and I presented a hypothesis, not a hypothesis. I shouldn't say that because I, I know a little bit more than, than a hypothesis. Um, that this was going this was a reality going forward. Uh, it makes business sense in a certain way. Well, now, what I did say, let me clarify, and I got a lot of hate for it, too, man. By the way, if you ever are on, on a podcast, just a little word to the wise. Don't go to the comment section after the show is aired. The live chat is always great because those are the people that are your ride or dies. Do not <laughs> go to the
0: comment section. Whoa, not- hold, well, hold on. We do not care about people who haven't paid us. To We don't care. If you haven't paid us... We're not gonna read your comment. No, I'm just joking. That was like the big um, controversy earlier this week that you had to, uh, you have yeah. to. You're not a channel member. I don't give a crap what your opinion yeah. is. No, I are no, just read. I don't read unless <laughs> your words are in color. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't read unless they there's they a dollar money. next to it. Yeah,
1: yeah. If there's not a dollar sign, we're not reading it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we talked about this a few months ago. I talked about it a few <laughs> months ago. Uh, I've been hearing about this for quite a while. And the I, the whole the point about it is that. I did say it, and I will reiterate this again. Single player games that are going forward, like for example, Gear 6 or Indiana Jones or any of those kind of games will remain on the Xbox and PC platforms. Smaller AA games, possibly, not all, but possibly, like platformers, things like that, Maybe a new... What's that stupid game with the parrot that I hate? The With the idiot, the, the bear? The one that... <laughs> that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banjo the game Kazoo. that we hate? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, a new one's gonna come? You could bet your bottom dollar that it's gonna show up on Switch 2 at some point. Not right away. Not day and date. I think maybe, like, a year later. That kind of thing. You know how, like, PlayStation does with their exclusives? Like, 18 months later, ends up on PC or whatever? hmm That kind of vibe. Okay? They're going to do that kind of thing. Single-player games. Bigger ones. Will stay where they are on Xbox and PC platforms, Game Pass as well.
0: You, you mean that games Xbox is going to look at this and go, "We're not building going be- a robust multiplayer system in these certain games for them to die out when um, they could be they could have access to more people to keep the multiplayer community going." So,
1: well, that's why games as a service is important. For example, your Sea of Thieves. I mentioned Sea of Thieves back in the fall being a possibility of going somewhere else. I didn't say a hundred percent. But I said it was a possibility because I know as a fact it has been being discussed. It had been discussed behind closed doors. You got the Hi-Fi Rush situation. Makes sense. It had been out already for over a year now. Someone else, actually, I think it was Jay. I think his name was Jay Dunn or Dunjay. Sorry if I got your name wrong. Uh, hit me up and tell me what your full name was. Uh, he was saying it's like, how does this address. affect your experience? Yeah. <laughs> how does this affect your experience a year and a half later after you have played the game? Um, it goes, it is kind of weird. And I, I agree with that to a certain extent. I understand that each that the concept that the console has to have an identity. I understand that. Xbox is an identity, and therefore it has to have something that draws you into that ecosystem. I think that's where those big AAA games will remain, and that will be the identity. your halos, your gears, your forzas, your fables, your Indiana Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses, whatever, right? They're all going to stay there, and that will be part of Wolfenstein. All those games will, uh, Doom, they'll all be part of that identity. The games as a service games that will be able to, they'll be able to expand and make money on, microtransactions, season passes, skins, all that kind of stuff, is going to go everywhere, and it makes sense. Why? Microsoft, whether people like it or not, is now a gaming publisher. I did not say third-party publisher. I said that they are a publisher, they don't spend $100 billion to make one person happy <laughs> or make a very small community happy, like the hardcore, right? The 15%, as we like to call them, right? The, tw- the 15 to 20% of the hardcore. They didn't do that for you. They did that to expand the market. And therefore, by doing that, you have to open up. Why do you think Call of Duty is going to remain everywhere? So if you know that Call of Duty is going to remain everywhere, why would it be a shock to anybody that any other game that they've got developed that would have a games as a service that could spread out across multiple ecosystems? Why would they did, why would they limit the amount of money that they could make in those other in those other ecosystems? Right? Like I said, with season passes, skins, microtransactions, yeah. uh, you know, polka, polka dot guns, Cardi B outfits, whatever. The I think hell, they
0: make right? more money doing that than they do selling the game, even though it's really highly of sold. They do. Right.
1: Of course they do, of course they do That's where they make all the money Because, you know, again, microtransactions What are microtransactions? Oh, it's well, only three bucks, only let's... four bucks Only five bucks, only two bucks Right? And then you end up spending more than 80 uh, 70, 80, $100 a year Look at Fortnite You know what I mean? And that's what they make, billions Why well, would you limit yourself As a company that invested $100 billion, Why would you limit yourself to one Well, two, if you include the PC uh, to, in, Into those ecosystems when you can open it up elsewhere I I know it's not a popular opinion, but I'm sorry, it's a fact. That's okay. a fact that okay. some people don't want to hear.
0: So let's talk about Call of Duty, and I and I just like slapped this gradient graphic. That I call it the exclusive gradient from the Xbox court findings in 2023, where you're talking about Call of Duty, and I and I assume that finance the financial team at Xbox must have looked and said, "Look, are we going to make more money getting everyone over to Game Pass?" And the Xbox nope. console with Call of Duty, or will we make more money nope. if we just leave it multi-platform? And obviously the math came out in favor of leaving Call of Duty multi-platform like Minecraft. The problem with this graphic, uh, that my complaint, I'm fine with Xbox picking and choosing which type of games go later, and I'll talk about why that is, um, because my my opinions evolved over the years i will start out and say that when xbox said they were going pc in 2016 i was like cheering like this is really cool so i've not always been just about the plastic the problem with this gradient is that if an xbox game like psychonauts 2 or whatever is niche down on the left in the red under me uh They're like, we'll make it multi-platform because it's niche and it needs to be a bigger audience. But if a game is incredibly successful, then they'll put it on the other side under mag as a multi-platform. So what it looks like to me is if the game is just, Meh, we'll keep it exclusive because when you started out your little um, explanation, mag, you're talking about like what type of game, single player games would stay uh, exclusive. So like Blade would be exclusive, Indiana Jones yes. would be exclusive, Starfield yes. will remain exclusive, even though there's been rumors or people have tried to drum up this idea. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 the no. The problem no. That, with that's, this That's not I, happening. Yeah.
0: I don't have a lot of bitter, angry complaints other than the problem with picking and choosing and not setting ground rules uh, in the gaming industry as a whole is every time Xbox announces a game, everyone would go, Is it going to be exclusive? like
1: if, yeah i understand it's an identity problem cold it Yeah, is and an identity fable
0: problem. if fable comes out in 2025 and or when it gets showcased which it probably will uh, this summer and it has a a co-op piece to it like right. you can it's meant to be played by itself but you can play lots of it in co-op then everyone will go well i guess that pushes it into the uh make it multi-platform no, the problem with and fans will yeah. be like Every time a game is announced, they're going to be like, is it sure. going to be an Xbox game that's- or is it always eventually going to go to PlayStation or Switch 2?
1: No, see, the thing is, yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, I, what, what, what I gave examples of are games that I know are not going to go over there, right? And that's fine. That's fine. And you are 100% correct, though, in saying that you know, that's going to co- it causes a lot of confusion with messaging when it comes to the community where every time a game is announced or whatever, they're going to say, is it fill in the blank? Right? Is it going to switch two? Is it going to PS five pro? Is it going to wherever? Right? Um, I understand that. But if you actually listen to what Phil said a couple of years ago, he literally said word for word on a game to game basis. Oh, right? No, I'm not no. I'm I'm not gonna repeat the whole sentence. Everybody knows what he said.
0: That's good enough, yeah.
1: On a game to game basis. They're going to look at the IP, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, and then they're going to push one over here eventually. I'm not saying it's gonna be like day and date on PlayStation 5 and and you know day and date on on Switch 2 and then you know and then on Game Pass and PC, blah blah blah. We're talking down the road. At the point mm. where I understand if you're trying to, you know, draw new customers into the Xbox ecosystem, I can understand how that could be a little bit of a problem when, let's say a year later, you could get Hi-Fi Rush on PlayStation or or Switch, let's say. Okay, yeah. let's say Switch. Yeah. And you can get Hi-Fi Rush on Switch. Why would you even bother getting into the Xbox ecosystem when you can just play it okay. over here? Now, the thing yeah. is, the avenue of... The avenue, I, I get it, like... If you look at the consoles themselves, the consoles are literally just a vehicle that will drive you to the software, right? And that's what you want to get at the end of the day. Microsoft Actually, makes more money off of the software.
0: All all the console is. Yes. It is the it is it was meant to be the cheapest way to get in and play all these games. But yes. before uh, cloud became like even cheaper, so that's really all the the console was made just for that. Because we're no longer yes. in the era where. Um let me let me go way back and say I'm playing um I'm playing Street Fighter 2. Oh, that's that doesn't work either. I'm playing you have to go all the way back to Nintendo's the Nintendo Entertainment System, where the game yeah. wouldn't come on the Sega Genesis because it was made specifically for that chip cartridge that doesn't fit in the other thing. And it was made to work on that chipboard inside the Nintendo. And this is, this attitude has carried on for a long time. I got to say, I got to read what Fillmore said. Fillmore pockets said, um,
1: Fillmore's great strip joint in Toronto, by the way. Thank you. Yes. Carry carry on cold.
0: Gosh, you know, what's up. Fillmore said, um, that they, re, here it is. He says, it reduces the value of your digital Xbox console library because why even make a console if your games are on every console? Now, Fillmore, that's not correct at all. And I know people have this complaint, and I hear it, where they're like, if Xbox starts putting some big games on PlayStation, why did I even buy an Xbox? Or I hear people even say, I'm going to Switch because they're doing this. I'm like, please don't do that. You already bought your $500 or $300 console, if you're in the U.S. You already bought your console. You already own it. You already have your games there. There's no reason to jump and dump your money in your library. The only reason you would worry about your digital library being of value is if Xbox says we're not making consoles anymore. We already know they're making one next year, and then possibly in two years from that, a next-generation console or just just after that, the next-generation console. So they're still around. And right. I hate that I have to say this. As we approach the 2030s, the reality of a console may be very, very, very small. Let me read some of these supers here that are uh, kind of piling up. That blue number, shout out to that blue numbers. Thank you for the five. Says, hey, everyone, it was nice having an Xbox exclusives for six months. Am I right? And uh, that was super tongue in cheek. <laughs> She's very sarcastic. I appreciate that. Uh, KJ Wars says, hey, guys. Web Dave says, welcome back, Colton Meg. Sony is hurting bad. I will interject that comment, Web Dave. I'll say, Megan, I will talk about this as well. PlayStation has their own issues. And uh, as, who was it today? Uh, Tom Henderson was like, Xbox is dying, PlayStation is dying. Like, this is the narrative that he's seen on social media. Emperor Hound, welcome to Early Access. So there was also uh, Highlander 001. Gifted five channel memberships. Thank you. Uh, there, I would read them. They're way up on the chat. But welcome to the channel. You guys will get early access, and we'll get you entered in the mer- monthly merch giveaways, which I'll do. Uh, we've also got uh, our good friend Dub says, "Shout out Cole Eastwood, Mag. Do you think this is an inevitable part of the industry as a whole? As example, marathons coming to Xbox."
1: Yeah, yes, because but they've also said from the beginning that that Bungie from the beginning was going to remain multi-platform. So this isn't uh, isn't a situation where they were going to be an exclusive developer for Sony, and then all of a sudden they pivot and say, actually, you know what? It's going to come to Xbox PC and whatever. Uh, They always said, even uh, even during and after acquisition, they were going to remain third party.
0: I think that says a lot, Mag. When you've got Bungie, who has some of the most popular games in the games industry over the past 20 years, and they go to PlayStation where they can be fully sustained within that ecosystem, and they still say our games will remain multi-platform it. That is like literally looking over the fence to the future and saying, this is a possibility. And I also would, would argue later on in the show, maybe that PlayStation will be way more multi-platform than they are now. Uh, as we get later on in the generation, grandpa's barbecue game cat. Thank you for the chat. Says I'm hoping it means it's the beginning of all companies starting to share a bit more of their exclusives. And what, what, who, what,
1: what I don't, I don't know. Uh, here, this is what I think the strategy is. This is something I was trying to get out. Like, I'm, I'm trying to formulate a proper train of thought here so that people don't lose their goddamn minds. Um, <clears throat> but they're going to lose their minds anyway, so it doesn't really make a difference. We However, all are, yeah. what I'm, I know. But here's the thing. This is what I see. Let's take a very specific situation. Let's say you have somebody on the Nintendo Switch, okay? This is Microsoft sitting there talking. They're thinking, all right, that's Joe on Nintendo Switch. We want him to play our games. He refuses to get into the Xbox ecosystem. He's not interested. He doesn't have a PC. He's not interested. Yeah. All right? Because we all know that PCs are for taxes and spreadsheets. TurboTax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding, PC Master Race. So anyways, um, you can't get that person over, right? They're not going to get Game Pass. They're not interested. But sure. the only way you can get to them is through Call of Duty and let's say you, you release Hi-Fi Rush over there. Great game. A lot of good buzz on it. You know, it won a couple of awards. Did very well. They'll play that game. So one way or another, just like a Vegas casino, in the end, they're always going to get your money. Right? You walk in with that $100, bucks, you are still not going to walk out with that 100 bucks, no matter what you think. You're still going to walk... The casino's going to walk out with something. Okay? They're, they're not going to walk out of their empty-handed, so they're going to get you one way or another. So what does Microsoft do? Microsoft says, okay... They're gonna do the Bruce Wayne thing. What did Bruce Wayne say to Clark Kent at the end of, uh, of Justice League? Right? <laughs> how did you get my it. mom? I know. Well, how did you get my mom's house back? The bank wouldn't give it to us. I bought the bank. Right? Oh, that's yeah, what my... yeah, yeah. right. I remember and that. Bruce, yeah. And that's what Bruce, And what, that's what Bruce Wayne says. Bruce Wayne says, "I bought yeah. the bank." That's how we got Martha's house back. Same deal. My so Microsoft God. says, "Okay, no, these guys don't want to come. These these PlayStation players and Nintendo players, they are not interested in coming to the and and the PC players are not interested in Xbox. Okay, that's fine, that's fair. Everybody's got their own opinion; they can do what they want. But we're gonna get them some. We're gonna get them another way. You want to hear something really spicy?
0: Way? Sure. Uh, I I had this thought about an hour before the show started because yeah. uh, I've got a quote here from Paul Tassi. I really like Paul Tassi from from Forbes." He says, quote, if the argument is you think that this Xbox exclusive is going to drive console sales or Game Pass subs, no. He says, I think you may have identified a larger issue. And so my thought is, and stay with me, because this is going to make a lot of people angry. I think Xbox has not had a gosh dang it must play game in a long, long time. And even PlayStation hasn't had a gosh dang it, everybody has to play this. Now, you may think, oh, no, 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 like there's these games that are so great on Xbox or PlayStation that are must plays, but rewind yourself back to when Elden Ring came out and the way the gaming world or even the population on the the planet talked about Elden Ring. You must play this game. It is is game-changing to play this huge game. Now, even Spider-Man 2 wasn't a everyone must play this game. And I don't even think it broke records for how many people played it. Now I would say the closest Xbox has had recently was Forza horizon five. Like when that came out, it's like, it's just a driving game, but or racing game. but everybody has got to play. There was a little bit of that. And I think with God of war in 2018, there was a little bit of that. And Spider-Man in 2018, um, a lot of people like you got to play the last of us two or, or uh spider-man or god of war but those don't happen on the level of a mario kart or an elden ring can you name any games mag that are in this category that i'm talking about where everyone's like you have to play this game and it will bring everybody to game pass or the platform
1: this generation no
0: like Um, what comes to mind when i say there's a everyone must play this game are you talking about specifically on xbox on on uh, or, or you're just saying in general. Or in, saying general, general like, right. like in general, right. Like multi platform or whatever. Like what comes to mind?
1: The only one that I could think that only because the, 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 the wild popularity out, of, of the IP would be Harry Potter well, not Harry Potter, excuse me, would be uh, Hogwarts Legacy. I mean that's so that outsold that outsold Call of Duty. That outsold. I want to repeat that to everybody. It's the it first did? game to outs it outsold Call of Duty this year. The first time it to ever happen since Rockstar did that to Call of Duty. Rockstar is the only one who could go blow for blow and knock him knock their knock them to the mat uh, is is Rockstar Hogwarts Legacy did that so maybe that was that would be the one I could think of Elden Ring you're absolutely right it's wild to me that that I would say about 75 to 80% of the people that bought and played Elden Ring had never played a souls game before and all of a sudden they got swept <laughs> yeah. up they got swept up in the hype and all of a sudden you're selling 10, 15, 20 million plus, 25 million plus copies of a Souls game? That's mind-blowing. <laughs> you're right. That's what gripped the entire gaming, uh, the gaming nation, if you want to say it in, in that way, right? So, yeah, you're right. So, what I was getting at there, in that respect, was if you can't get them to convert, then you buy the bank, so to speak. And what do you do? You buy the IPs that are undeniable on every system that they're on. And, yeah, like when, yeah. and when you're referencing like a game that cannot be missed, for, for the most part, one of those games is Call of Duty, right? And therefore, now he's like, well, if we can't get these PlayStation players over to Game Pass with our better prices and this and that and the other, right, mm-hmm. then we can get them with season passes, microtransactions. 70% uh, publisher fees that we're going to get from every sale that goes on PlayStation and and the Switch 2 in the future and PS5 Pro and PC, right? And on Xbox, because they're going to pay themselves. You know, when you own a business, when you own a building, you own the land, you pay yourself rent. So, in fact, Microsoft will pay themselves. If, if I go out and buy the next Call of Duty on Xbox for the full you know $100 Canadian, Right? Microsoft still going to take their 70% for themselves and pay themselves 70% on top of the 30%. They're literally making 100% profit. I know that doesn't sound correct. It's not correct. But yeah, well, yeah. You I, know, I theoretically, agree, you get yeah. what I'm saying. You, you see yeah. what I'm saying, right? So they say if we can't convert them, then we're going to get them in another way. That we're going to get their money another way. We're going to become the landlord. And you're going to have to pay us all rent. That's the only way. say so If you can't beat them, buy the bank and become the landlord, and then they have to pay you one way or another. That, my dear friends, is a part, not all of it, but a part of Microsoft's future strategy. It, it and is, that is exactly why.
0: Yeah, and it's a different way to approach because a lot of us, we, but we get narrowed down on the, on the thought of the console platform, even though it's no, not the reality. You look at a pie graph, the consoles make up 25% in the entire world. And I had a very long conversation with Jez Corden yesterday, back and forth and we we're just kind of um, talking it out. We were kind of stuff was coming out while we we're talking. We we're like kind of coming to an understanding when it was, we we're just kind of baking these ideas. And Jez says, you know what? Xbox hasn't even properly tested the waters with now uh, because just last year they officially had Bethesda and then they were closing in on ABK And if they're really behind the scenes where these rumors are going, where they're really thinking, which games are gonna go multi-platform and which ones will stay exclusive? I'm like, why haven't you given a proper testing run for one calendar year with Xbox Game Studios 15 strong, or more than that or whatever, and Bethesda Studios and Activision, and see where it grows the small console market, which is shrinking, and where it grows Game Pass. Because get this, Meg, Xbox has not even seen what it's like on planet Earth to have game to have uh Call of Duty come to Game Pass day and day at launch. And imagine uh what the possibility of the uptick. Now I gotta say this because that sounds really awesome. But Hellblade two, and Avowed and Towerborn and let's just say one more game come out this year that are slight there well there'll be there'll be four or five big games this year. But towerborn hellblade and avowed are not going to be games that everyone's like oh my gosh the world has to play this like maybe avowed would or maybe towerborn would be this mega hit where you play with four other people or three other people and this beat them up is just like beautiful because that track record of stoic entertainment is really great maybe But, you know, Hellblade is going to be like, this game's really good. It's probably going to win awards. It's going to be nominated for Game of the Year. Avowed's going to be a really great RPG. But is it going to be like Elden Ring was? Or is it going to be like um, these big games where where the world is talking about them? Probably not. And so the problem, if Xbox really is deciding where they want to put games and which things will go multi-platform or... Mm Right. There's a lot to say. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I, There's know, a lot to say. Like, no, 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 it's, it's is fine. Is Blade going to sit there for a year? Is there a plan to say, we'll let Blade stay on Xbox for one year. We'll already have the PS5 port being made before the game releases. And that port will just sit there just in case.
1: Yeah, it's it's you're 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 right. It's it's like I said, th- this could go on forever. We could go in circles. It's multifaceted. It's a it's a web of thoughts that is very difficult to rope in. That's why when I first started talking about this, I literally was blank for about fifteen seconds because I was trying to, I was trying to think of exactly what angle to go at. Um, KT in the chat here says something very interesting. This is another thing that needs to be thought about. Um, he said, how much money will Hi-Fi Rush make on the PlayStation slash Switch in relation to the damage for the Xbox brand at Meg? Um, it, it's 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 dependent on your views of what a damage to the brand is. If Xbox becomes such a powerhouse, let's say in their first party, in the Game Pass ecosystem, and PC, and whatever else, at that point, maybe initially people would think that it's damaging the brand, but if they continue to grow exponentially over the next, let's say, five years into the next generation of consoles, and they continue to grow, that damage will go by the wayside. It will be temporary. It'll be like a bruise. You know what I mean? You got a bruise for a couple days, and then after about four or five days, the bruise goes away, your, your skin comes back stronger. Xbox and I knows see that, that pretty well. Right, and I could see that being a situation. Wilmy, stop sending me photos, making me laugh. Um, so, sorry, Wilmy Hood, Wilmy Hood always finds the Hood. Worst. Wilmy Hood sends me pictures either 6 in the morning when I'm just getting up and then I start giggling and I wake up my wife or 2 in the morning when I'm about to fall asleep and I wake up my wife or I'm in the middle of the XNC podcast. Um, anyway.
0: Uh, if Wilmy's still here. i gotta, I got to make a confession that I've had him muted on Twitter for quite a while because... I've the stuff that pops up on my phone because oh, the I funny stuff I'm like, and I'll be around my kids or something I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I finally just muted him. Be, and then, and then uh, we be, haven't be, talked in a while, but Wilmy, uh, he's an OG. they not
1: safe for work. Yeah. They're not yeah, safe yeah, for work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah they're, they're great. I, but you know what? I'm the boss. So, you know, I, I look at whatever I want. Uh, anyways, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> he's going to be so mad at me now. Ah, it's okay. He'll, he'll be, Wilmy's the best. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. Is that at the end of the day, it may damage. It may, in some people's opinion, that to me it doesn't. I don't think it damages the brand at all. And like I said, it's up to each person's individual feelings on how they feel about Xbox and how passionate they are about it. And I don't think it damages the brand if it's working towards a better future. That's the best way I can put it. So yeah. if it's working towards a better future, then I think that you know temporarily you take a few shots. You know what I mean? It's like it's like rope a dope in the ring. You know what I mean? You gotta take a few shots before oh. you know before you tire out the other boxer, and then you knock his ass out. And that's the way I look at the same thing. If this is what they're gonna do, then then great. Then that's it. Yeah. Then they're working towards something better, something more positive. Perfect.
0: Yeah. But hey, marshmallow in the chest is you know, Xbox didn't support their exclusives by the masses. Look in the mirror. You are to blame. Uh, no Xbox fans have definitely supported their exclusives. The problem was there was a decade where they didn't have any good games at all i would say in the xbox one era the best games they had were forza horizon three and four and gears five and their third party money-handed games i don't think they were good at all i know you guys love quantum break it's not a phenomenal game it's 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 a good game and Recore, no it's not a good game and the world says it's not a good game and i don't like it um i like i like i know i know people like Recore. i didn't <laughs> I like it, was it fun i thought it was fun i thought it was yeah. okay i mean and, and I was upset. Like I, I was constantly banging the drum that Xbox needs to make better games. And I talked to Xbox leadership at the very beginning of this generation. I said, the, the stuff you guys made was good. Like their, their first party stuff was good. You know, the gears and the halo and the forts and stuff was pretty good. Halo had some problems. Right. Uh, um, yep. but those third party money had a game. It's like, that ain't it chief, you know, those games that they that they money had like Rise. I really liked Rise, but I mean the world said it was a six, and I would say it was a seven. So that's not how you grow the platform. And Sunset Overdrive, um yeah, like Marshmallow, come on, man, pay attention, brother. Like it it was it was a tough generation and you cannot have a massive up push. When the, the platform itself was, was very difficult. And if you, Destin LeGarry did a great video uh, the week after Christmas where he reacted to Phil's entry interview with Major Nelson when he took over as the games leader. And this wasn't in the interview, but Phil sat with Terry Meyerson and Satya Nadella in 2014 and convinced them to not remove the Xbox brand. And ever since, the Xbox brand has been going up and up, but it's been a long road to go because we all have sunshine and roses about the 360 but when you get in 2009 and they were heavily on rhythm-based games in the connect the core gaming audience that we all love to be a part of was not being heard and shout out to Fonz Gaming who's in the chat uh he said I'm convinced Remedy doesn't make games for me bro you and I hear that I, I couldn't even finish Alan Wake and I know that everyone says it's a masterpiece but it just doesn't work for me game grandpa barbecue game cat thank you for the australian two dollar he says have a great year colton mag we will sure try thank
1: you thank you you too brother great t- appreciated.
0: yeah we do appreciate that like because it's going to be a long year for all of us but i see no you it's going to be
1: great <laughs> it's gonna be a great year I'm, I'm looking forward to it man i don't know what the hell everybody else's problem is and shout I'm out excited.
0: to shout out to Hargie Chani. he was on boom's podcast this morning and he had this rip this rant and people were trying to like um take shots at him for the rant. And I was listening to him. I'm like, preach brother, preach. I mean, if it's true, preach, right. Um, I think some of the things that, that if, if Hargy sounds angry or frustrated for good reason, like every game that comes out, are we going to put a question mark on it? And then the media is going to blast us with the news feed of a question mark. Like we don't want that, but if it's not, you know, if only if some of the little bit of this is true, we will move on. But right now we're just having a discussion. Like I said, when I started the show, Mag, right? We're just gonna we're gonna look at this like what if this is re- the reality? How should we go about it? Tim Per twenty one, a member of two months, says, I don't disagree, but based on that logic, Halo Infinite going to PlayStation? No. And I think Mag would say no as well, right? How did you say it? It's not. It's not. It's
1: not. However, you know it's an interesting thought though. You remember when they made Halo Infinite multiplayer free to play everywhere?
0: Right. right. Remember right, that? Right.
1: Like they made it free to play. Like you could play it on, you know, on, P- Steam on PC. Steam PC. You could play it on your, yeah. yeah, uh, Steam PC and whatever else that they made. The, I think, I bet you any money that their strategy was, if it really kept it, if it really started to take off and became a thing. Yeah. People would migrate over there, but I think they would have opened it up uh, elsewhere like destiny too. Okay. Okay. I think that, I think that that would have been a strategy that they would have, that they, not, they would have, it's something that they obviously entertained because they, you know what? You gotta understand. I mean, you understand. But when people are having, like, let's say, a corporate meeting or like a, or any kind of a goals meeting, they're not just going, "Okay, this is what we're doing, and that's it." No, they have twenty five different avenues and twenty five different scenarios that they all put together and say, "Let's go through every single one of these scenarios and see what we can do." One of those scenarios, like it or not, is do we put them on PlayStation and Switch? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That is that is part of it because. Like I said, just like a good night out, there's always a plan B. So, anybody who gets that. uh, so Yeah, sorry. It took over. Hey, hey, hey. It only happened a few times. Uh, Anyways. Hey, um, oh. It only happened a few dozen times. Anyways. um, Hey. What? I didn't say anything. Look, at the end of the day, they're all avenues that they have to look at. I think that Halo Infinite was probably one of them. Why do you think they put it free to play everywhere to get – they wanted to get it going – and then they say, yeah. you know what? If this thing continues to grow, and if people don't migrate over, open it up to them too. We'll I mean, become the be new death free
0: Truth. The most popular games plan. in the world are, are free to play.
1: Ten so, year I mean, plan. A... Was it going to be 10 years on Xbox Colt? Probably not, buddy.
0: Well, the, ten year oh yeah, the 10 year, me, 10 year plan.
1: I think it was going to yeah. be the new they were hoping it would they were hoping. Like I said, you throw a spaghetti at the wall to see if it sticks. Maybe they were hoping it was going to be the next Fortnite or the next uh, that stupid get what's that uh, Overwatch and and then uh, or Warzone or whatever or right, Apex Legend. Right. You know what um, I mean?
0: Meg and I are going to get into some leaked and teased games that are coming very soon, and and some information that were supposed to hear updates about really soon. So the future of like the big games that are coming to Xbox or some new surprises is coming on the show as well. So thank you all for being here. We've got almost a thousand people watching the show. We appreciate you being here on a Monday night as you're getting back into the swing of uh, the holidays and being over and stuff. But we really appreciate you hit the like button. If you're enjoying the show, this is XC podcast episode 131 and we're on Spotify, Apple, and Google podcast. So if you're in your car, Listening to the show right now, wherever you are, whoever's in front of you, honk your horn, honk it twice. Uh, and that's your way of saying you appreciate the show. And then somebody's going fl- to flip you off. And then let us know how that went in the, in the comments or the, uh, in the feedback. We appreciate you. Uh, Meg, I want to ask you about the specifics of what could happen with Bethesda in just a moment. Okay. Flash has a $4, $5 supertripe. It says, Xbox is devaluing their brand for a couple million. They will make off of PlayStation instead of growing their brand. Um Xbox could possibly be de- devaluing the name or the brand Xbox, or Xbox could become uh, a big household name if they go a lot more places and expand beyond uh, more platforms. I have a theory that Xbox has been talking to Nintendo. Now this is just this is not a leak or a, or a rumor. I'm just thinking, what if? Xbox has been talking to their neighbors in Redmond in Nintendo and said, we, we've seen the Nintendo Switch 2, it's going to be super popular, we would like to partner with you and put our games on Nintendo Switch as soon as we can get them ready. And because Xbox might be looking at the market going, okay, here's what the future is over the next six years is everyone's going to be on PC. And then a lot of people are going to be on all of these new handhelds and handheld prices might come down from the seven or $800 range. And like, if they become more affordable and super popular, Xbox would be on PC Xbox console cloud. And then on the great big handhelds, Nintendo switch Two, raw ally steam deck, the new MSI um, handheld. What if that was like part of what Xbox is doing? Like, look, you guys heard rumors, but real, what it really meant is we're trying to push to be everywhere within the ecosystem. Cause if you play on a Rogue ally, you bought the game from Xbox and that's it. You're an Xbox customer and you're, you're locked in. So that's what I'm getting at. My name is mud. Thank you for the $5. He says, isn't it funny how all the people that hate Xbox games now want them on PlayStation or Nintendo? Uh, it is funny because it's an absolute fallacy where they see a game like Hi-Fi Rush or Starfield and they say it's trash. Um, when in fact, if that game became available and you could get it on sale, they would happily buy it. Uh, I also talked to somebody that said, in reality, Mag, ninety percent of the gaming world doesn't even care if a game is an Xbox branded game or if no, it's exclusively just right. This is all this is
1: all gobbledygook by the fifteen percent. That's all it is, and like when I go to Twitter and I see all the all the nonsense and all the bullcrap and all the blah, blah blah blahs and the fighting and the this and the that, it's literally fifteen percent of the population. Like eighty five percent of the population doesn't give a rat's ass about any of this stuff. They just want to buy a game at a decent price on a decent price console and play with their friends or play. I was about to say play with themselves, uh, <clears throat> but uh, sorry, that's uh, that's that's, porn hub on that's Pornhub on That's Pornhub on PS Five. Uh, anyways, the thing is, is that. They don't care. They're not paying attention to any this crap. Yeah. And you know what? Microsoft knows that. Sony knows that. Nintendo knows that. Steam knows that. They don't care. They know that people don't care. It is a very small, very passionate, and I'm not saying anything against the community, by the way, because I'm part of that 15% right you're sure, part of, course of that we 15%. are
0: yeah, everybody right? who's in the chat is part of that 15% we're
1: part of we're all part of that 15% right and yeah. as a result of us being part of that 15% we're very passionate about this because this is more than just a let me just fart around with my controller for like half an hour before I go to bed this is something that we really invest our time and our effort and our love and appreciation for this for this art form and that's truly what it is at the end of the day it's an art form and therefore We react more passionately about these things, right? But at the end of the day, the corporations know that the majority of people don't care. They don't care. So they're going to listen to people bellow and moan and complain and bitch and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. They're gonna hear all that, but at the end of the day, they're gonna be like, "Listen, just let them bitch for like three days, and then after three days, it's gonna pipe down, and then they're gonna complain about something else." You like hot fudge sundays? You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. That's all it is yeah. at the end of the yeah. day. Do you like hot fudge sundays? And then you move yeah. on to the next thing, and they and know I, that people don't will get over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so and I also
0: put myself in that camp where we complain and and I go through I go through the mood swings of. Uh, what, what's doing? What's Xbox doing? Like, what's going to happen to their brand? What's What's the strength of that logo going to mean anymore? Or and then I think you know what I've right. got. A, I've got a great PC. I've got the Xbox Series X, so I I have the best console that's available on that Xbox ecosystem. So I'm like, I'll never lose anything. The only thing I could possibly lose is a list war, and I I think the changes are near, not nearly as drastic as we think they are. Bionic wolf, with, wolf with the. Oh my gosh! I said wolf. Bionic wolf. I, I need. I need a moment. <laughs> Bionic wolf. It was like in a in a video. I said library, but I don't pronounce it library. But I just slop, slop through the word in a video, and I said library. And I, I remember listening back. And I'm like, oh crap. And then I got like nine comments. Bionic wolf, who's been a channel member for four months, says, "Where's dealer? Is he okay?" And I thought about not reading this one because dealer's been such a great friend of mine for. Let me think. Six years. Um, dealer is taking a break from everything, kind of disconnected, um, because last year was just ridiculous. For um, some, sometimes life gets crazy, and so he told our good friend Fonz, "Keep the faith." I'm out touching grass, like with a smile, right, in a text. Uh, so every a lot of people DM me and let him have his break, and then he's supposed to come back and bring back the show and and just kind of take a deep breath so yeah uh send your love to him uh you, you don't you can't don't dm him just uh just know that your love is going to go through the uh this the ether but he's 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 good he's good it's good to hear that he's out probably i don't know hiking or getting pokemon's a pokemon go i don't know but he but he's a good dude all right i heard uh, he's
1: uh, I, i've heard he's been uh, sh- uh, moonlighting as a rodeo clown
0: yeah, well, yeah, he could he's be. Really,
1: he's really, really into it. I, I've, uh, the way he dives into those barrels is actually quite remarkable. Yeah. yeah. Dealer doesn't dealer doesn't like me, so I, that's why I say he's a rodeo clown.
0: Oh, so that's oh how, could, yes. how could anybody not like you? I mean, I, well, he doesn't. <laughs> I just know it. Yeah, I know check. it in my phone.
1: Yeah, I know he, it in my phone. Yeah, Go like ahead. Him. Go ahead. Message him right now.
0: Nobody likes me. Anyways. Or cold? No, no. Me, puppet not. with the, uh, the the smiley face and the, or the waving hand. Thank you so much for stopping by. highlander. Says when it comes to switch, I do not see a lot of Xbox games will. I see that not a lot of Xbox games will run, on, not run on it. Sorry that the double negative threw me off. Uh, highlander saying the games will run on switch with games on yeah. PlayStation is going to maybe lay the groundwork for future acquisitions. Uh, mm, I don't. No, no, no.
1: no. But. Uh, by the way, they're not targeting this switch. They're targeting the next switch.
0: But that's what I think, I mean, too. The, the, hi uh, and see if these will work on the current no, switch. No,
1: no, no. They'll, they'll work on the current yeah. switch. But, I mean, to, to have an even better quality product, they've already been working with the dev kits since last year. So since 2022, they've already been working with the dev kits. That, that includes Microsoft. So
0: okay. they
1: all got them. They all got them. They all know what's going on. Everybody knows that third parties all have the, the, the switch to dev kits. So it's all part of the deal. So That's what they're it. targeting because they're looking at the future. They're not, they're not looking at tomorrow. They're looking at five years from now. You know, two years from now, three years from now. It's always the future. Always the future, right?
0: Yeah, so. and I I gotta address the the rationale where people say, you know, it's okay if it's hi-fi rush. That was a smaller game. No, no, it's it, don't look at it that way. Like, oh, oh, it's it's okay. Like that game's been out a little while, we've already played it. Like, that's not really the way to look at. If Xbox is going to move their games, I think Xbox needs to say, "Do we bring games that we need to pick the the community back up online and put them somewhere else?" But I would really like them to say, "You know what? Let's just put them on Switch and Switch Two. Let's just partner with the handhelds. So we're on handhelds and PC and cloud, and then console. Yeah. And, and trust me, the console's not going away. And I will stand here and tell you, the console goes away the same day as PlayStation does. No, I don't think Xbox will bow out. So, no, um, no, 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 no." We've got Alvinus's mags bank metaphor is 100% spot on.
1: That's exactly what they're doing. Well, it's me, it's not 100% of their strategy, it's a portion of their strategy. Right? Because at the same time, part of their strategy is to get people into the Xbox ecosystem, into Game Pass with with what? With the advertisement of great value for you know, for for the product uh, for and the great product access. Purchase, we'll yeah, so you know what I mean. It's 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 one of those kind of things. Yeah, it's the access to those to those products. Now, for me, if like if, like like for example, you don't even have to if you don't want to. They're still going to make their money one way or another. Let's say Game Pass has I don't know like four or five months of something I'm not interested in, but they have got a big AAA game in there that I am interested in. Mm-hmm. I will probably more likely pay full price for the game on the Xbox than subscribe to Game Pass.
0: Okay, yeah. Does that makes sense. I mean, like, it would like, be cheaper than like one I always month of Game ahead. Pass, but it depends on if you want to own it. Sure.
1: But, like if Call of Duty's going to be a massive banger next year, I'm not going to pay for I mean, like I you know, I'm not going to pay for continuous Game Pass if I'm not happy with some of the other titles going in there in between the AAA games. I'll be like, "No, I'm fine. I'll just buy it." I have no problem with that. And guess what? Microsoft made the same it, by selling one game to me, they got 4 months of Game Pass essentially. Uh, revenue out of me, right? Or four or five yeah, months of revenue. They would prefer right?
0: that you subscribe to Game Pass, but
1: yeah. But I'm saying the options are there. I'm just saying I'm not saying this is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm saying these are just options that they have presented. They the bank the bank um, you know uh, thing that I talked about. That's mm-hmm. one aspect. The other aspect is you know get people over with the great uh, value of Game Pass. That's the other one. The this next is... one is big yeah. AAA titles. You know what I mean uh, by all these acquired studios and so on and so forth, yeah. right? and that's all. That's all part of the uh, part and parcel. And of course, the accessibility of it, because eventually you won't even need to buy a console to be able to play in the Xbox ecosystem anyway. So therefore, you've just eliminated, at least in Canada, a seven hundred and fifty dollar paywall just to be able to play games. People, so that is a monster what I don't think proposition.
0: People, what people don't understand is if you're an Xbox customer, you have you're actually in one of the best positions. If Xbox decides to make a less powerful console next generation, which is something I'm going to get into in a moment here with one of the super chats, um, you have the option to go get a decent PC or build a middle ground PC or build a killer PC and run that thing into the ground for eight years and get your games cheaper. Either way, you have access to your games. Like you just described, like you can buy them outright or you can pay for Game Pass whatever and you buy want. them and own the ones you really want to keep forever with a discount, with like a 20% discount with in-game pass. So you have way more purchasing and playing power in the Xbox platform. If you want to like throw that game over to the rogue ally that you decided to buy or whatever, it's it's crazy when people say, I'm going to leave Xbox, um, when PlayStation might just end up getting the leftovers as they kind See, of fizzle out. Detective Seeds... Newke What's Sorry.
1: that? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say Noof Nukem here just say like uh, shout out to Noof, by the way. Uh, yeah. he did say that he's going he wants to buy Hellblade two on physical if it comes out.
0: Yeah. And that, and people. at the end of the day, yeah,
1: that's his prerogative. If he doesn't want to subscribe to Game Pass, go right ahead. I'm not impressed with Game Pass this generation so far. This generation. When it for the first couple of years, I thought it was actually up until 2022, I thought it was great. After that, to me it was mid. And so therefore I said, you know what? Any games that I'm gonna get on Xbox, I'll buy them. And that's exactly what I've been doing. Oh gosh! Buying. The
0: games, the games that come to Game Pass that I paid full price for, and uh, like Dead Space uh, came to Game Pass, but it was like a year later almost. Well, uh, see, I ignore all that because I already purchased that. You know what yeah, I mean? So right. I'm
1: not saying all games were bad. I'm saying for me specifically, it didn't work out for me that there were games that I want because you know how they, you know how they tweet out, "Hi, this is what's coming this month." Here, yeah. this is what's coming next month. I, I look at those all the time, and I, and I gauge from there, and I go, "Okay, what am I going to get?" You know what? I'll subscribe for the next two months. Cause that's some hot games or whatever, but for the most part I haven't. So therefore, you know what I've been doing? I'll just buy the damn game myself. And and if <laughs> Noof wants to buy, send saga and not subscribe to game pass. God will speed, man. Go for it. That, like he, and that's hey, as long as they support his that, it, it's, it's his prerogative as a customer to do whatever he wants with his money. Uh, you know, Anyway, are you going to say detective scenes?
0: Yeah, I was going to, but where, where, how do I lose this? Uh, Oh, sorry, I was going to call somebody out. It's great. Um, it's a channel member, Chucks. Oh, Chucks goes, these guys are sounding like Microsoft staff. I don't know if you meant you and I, but... Um, no, sorry. God, no. <laughs> I don't even like I don't, I don't even if like it's ch- it's the, if it's the chat, but, I mean, there's a lot of things I don't like that Xbox is doing, and there's a lot of this that we've been talking about tonight that I don't really like, but I'm also trying to get the understanding of what is, what can be good about this is actually before I ask you about, I, I have two things I have to ask you and but this is the next thing, but shout out to detective seeds who gifted 20 channel memberships to the, the chat. Thank you so much for doing that. Detective seeds. That's very cool. Thank you. And all you people be. So yeah, like man. She, that's huge. She, she that's, that's huge. Yeah. That's thank you. Huge. Detective seeds. Grandpa Barbecue GameCat gifted a channel membership right after that. Highlander says, thank you for the five. He says, honestly, this is what Microsoft's going to do moving forward. Then they'll have to be pretty clear in messaging on the future games and where they will play. Absolutely. And that's one of my biggest gripes. Xbox needs to figure out when they're going to communicate and be transparent about this. You need to start just saying, this is what we're going to do moving forward. The game-by-game basis that you referred to. Is causing an uproar amongst the uh, ten to fifteen percent. Here's the big. But he super. said
1: it four years ago. Yeah, like he literally he said, a lot of said it. When, he said it when? Like, what was it? Four years ago? Three years ago? When, when the hell did they acquire Bethesda? Was it three years ago?
0: Or four? I would say three. Yeah, three years ago. If not two. Plus, okay, so it's yeah, three sure. years ago. Three.
1: He literally said it three years ago, and he said. Because remember, it came up then? It was the same conversation. It came up then when people like, Are you going to go exclusive? Are you going to do this? And then he just said, We're going to take it on a case by case, game by game basis. Mm-hmm. That's, you know what I mean? And Frizzle, he had Mag loves his PlayStation trophies. I also have almost half a million gamer score on Xbox as well. So, yeah. You know, and the I like, game by game, I like collecting stuff. <laughs> Sorry, that was off topic. Um, uh,
0: yeah, the game by game basis doesn't yeah. work for us hardcores If you're here, watching this show, hit the like button because you're here. You're you care about the the specifics of game by game basis, and I could tell you it's probably impossible to put up some type of matrix that says these games will be. This is how we decide case by case basis because there are so many nuances, and that ambiguity sucks. It sucks no. for us we talk about it.
1: But you know what, though? Here's the thing. Why does it suck, though? Are you – like, for the majority <sighs> of the people that are watching this show – no, no, I just want to ask you a question.
0: Call me if out. If you're in Game it.
1: Pass – well, I'm going to call you and the chat. Do it. If you guys and gals are all um, subscribed to Game Pass, what does it matter? Because you're getting the game anyway.
0: You don't right? lose anything. That's what I'm
1: saying. You're but, not losing a. You're I not said, losing a goddamn thing. But you're call still me out because it. what you he lose does. is the
0: list war. You you lose the console <laughs> war discussion, <laughs> Loan right?
1: Lone Wolf Gamer Max stop quoting Phil. I'm sorry, man. That's what he said. <laughs> but it's what he said.
0: Yeah, he and said that. Ivan uh, uh, Yv- says Phil Spencer also said exclusives would go to devices where Game Pass exists. I so mean, he's already kind of my favorite.
1: Yeah.
0: He's already stepped sideways on that one with Asdust Falls. Is going to PlayStation. It was made by a studio they don't own, but they first party published it through Global Publishing. It's just a weird thing that maybe we have weird, to deal with. You know
1: maybe they're just maybe they're just slowly getting everybody to transition to the to what their actual real financial. You
0: I, know mean, what I mean, okay, what, what let their, me their let me say something.
1: Are, oh or what they, what they plan on doing: a hundred billion dollar acquisition just to appease, like. Like, you know what I mean? Like just a small portion of the gaming community. That seems kind of ludicrous, don't you think? <sighs> or do you think that they have much grander plans in the works? Or, or, and like I said, I'm not saying this is fact. These are all just, I'm just posting these out there like, like thought clouds in the air, like, a, like, a, like Charlie Brown. Or if all else fails, they just become one of the biggest publishers in the world, like Tencent or whatever. And they just make a crap load of money. And that's just who they are the-
0: competing with. That's what I'm oh. saying. So
1: I'm just saying, maybe they have that. They, maybe they have that DefCon Five where they're just like, all right, if all else fails in the next five, ten years, or whatever, and everything goes to hell, and we got four games, <laughs> we got four Game Pass subscribers in ten years, and and then that's it. Then we'll just become a par- publisher, and that's all there is to it. and Just publish a whole lot of games for wh- whoever else has consoles out there, and make make well, billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars.
0: Let me simplify and, it. I'll I'll take it down to its most simple scenario. What if Xbox says, we plan on making our games, a lot of our games multi-platform in one to two years after they release, which is nearly identical to what PlayStation has said they were going to do on PC. The difference is that PlayStation doesn't make any extra, they don't really make the money on Steam and PC because Xbox can put their games on PC and Steam, on, on the PC they can make most, they're they're 100%, as we say, right? Uh, a Kevin SEO goes, Xbox stays losing, laugh out loud. So funny, Kevin, because Xbox could leapfrog PlayStation in revenue. This, this game of fighting the plastic war, of, of flexing on who's got the most plastic sales in a shrinking market that PlayStation themselves says is a niche market. Three years ago saying it's a niche market and now experts are saying the console plastic, my little baby little Fisher-Price plastic toy, that market is shrinking. Even with PlayStation and Sony complaining about the console sales of the PS5 being slightly under the PS4 in the 2020s when they need to be beyond the, the PS4 sales. They need to have that trajectory higher. So that they can surpass the expensive amount of games, how games have inflated so much, PlayStation is literally losing their own fight right now, and you're talking about losing where they're getting their butt whooped by Nintendo on their little gaga g- 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 little handheld Switch and their killer games that are oh, it's a little uh, what do we call it? the little Animal Crossing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. you got to pay attention. You cannot be stuck in the 2010s and before or even the 1978s where it was all about my plastic cartridge doesn't fit in your machine. PlayStation is having their own internal struggles. Their business model is not working. Those Insomniac leaks, they're not dying. PlayStation is not dying, and Xbox certainly isn't either. But, Kevin, pay attention. Pay attention how it goes. So if I simplify it and say... Xbox is going to say, we're going to put a lot of these games on multiple platforms a year or two after they release PlayStation is saying the same thing about PC. And then by the end of the generation, we may see a world where PlayStation puts a lot more games, even on Xbox, because it'll become a platform war where Sony interactive entertainments publisher, or PlayStation studios is the place where all these great games are. And Xbox can say the same thing. Tencent can say the same thing with embracer. Yeah, it's, 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 It's hard to hear because it's a total paradigm shift. Uh, And when I see the plastic warriors, mag go like, Oh my plastic sold more than yours. Uh, I'm like, that used to be funny Uh, last generation. Or even when we started this generation, the game's totally changed. I got to get back to uh, what I was saying. Speaking of plastic face 23, Brooklyn, New York. Thank you so much for the $20 super chat. He says, I was just going to predict it before I read it. I haven't even read it yet. But I'm thinking he's going to say something about the next Xbox and what Tom Warren said. But that's my prediction. Now I'm going to look down at it. No, he didn't. He said, Sony breaks record with a record high of 120 million active users for December 2023. And face, what were those guys playing that broke that record? Mag? What? What what were the PlayStation guys playing that broke a record for monthly active users in December 2023? December 2023, I have no idea. What super popular it- games do you think they were playing in was December? It Starfield? Was it Call of Duty? <laughs> was, it- was it Hogwarts Legacy? It was, pro- well, was I mean, looking Call at the D3 leaks, 3? it was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and was Fortnite. Was it Animal Crossing? No, <laughs> God it. I, hey man, I don't
1: know. Everybody's cross-platform now. I don't know what. I don't know who's playing what and where. I'm just kidding. I know it was. Call, I know it's Call of Duty. It's. Call, I'm so sorry, Chad. I was just trying to be funny for a minute there. I know people are. Like, You're not funny. It's Call of Duty. It's always Mac gonna be stupid. Call of Duty. It'll. Yeah, man, stupid, Mac pony bot. Whatever. Okay, I'll, I'll reset um, it. Go ahead. What, no, what no, no, were, no. The, what were know, those guys know, playing that
0: broke records for uh, PlayStation?
1: Well, that, That's the thing. But you know what though? Hold <laughs> on. There is, there is something to be said. There is something to be said about console sales for oh, yeah. people oh, yeah. who for, for, for wh- whoever wants to sell. Like for example, Nintendo. Uh, they sell a lot of consoles because the other thing is at the end of the day, you've now got those eyeballs on their store. On their digital store. So every purchase that they're going to make, they're going to make on your store whether it's the Microsoft Store or the, whatever, whatever you're going to call it, the Xbox Marketplace, the Sony Marketplace, and the Nintendo one. And so if you buy that console in that specific area, you're not going to go shop at the, at the other one. You're going to be shopping where you purchased the console. So that is another avenue. Yes, the console is an avenue for getting you to the games and the software. The, 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 you know, the console is also the, the, the driver, is also the vehicle that gets you into the store. So if you're playing Fortnite or whatever else, my, my son is playing Fortnite with all his friends on PlayStation. He has an Xbox as well. But mm-hmm. guess what? He's playing Fortnite on PlayStation because all his friends in school all have it. And guess where all his microtransactions go when he buys, uh, you know, whatever.
0: Skis it's all stuff, transferable, but, it. you know, he's yeah, playing on he the controller it. he loves. He's on the party right. chat without using Epic uh, game chat. Sure. Sure. Right. I mean, so we, we saw a making, report. They're
1: making dollars and cents. So
0: yeah. there's we saw a little that. bit of that too. We saw that report in, in 2023, the most popular games on PlayStation. The top three games were Fortnite, Call of Duty, yeah. FIFA, and Apex Legends. It well, always like, is. like the reoccurring it, every month. Yeah, it's the so.
1: same thing. It's the same story every single month. So at the end of the day, what do you want? You want license to be able to make a slice of the pie, obviously not the whole pie, but a slice of the pie from those big titles, and that's exactly why. Well, not 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 the only reason, but it is one of the many faceted reasons of why Microsoft purchased ABK was for the console side of things. They wanted Call of Duty because they they knew that if they can't get people to come over to the Xbox ecosystem, like I said, they're going to be able to get their money from the microtransactions and of course the publishing uh, the publishing fees, right? And then when it comes to the other ones. You know what are you gonna do? They, they they're not gonna yeah. be able to get it. like like you. They're looking at the mobile market. Your Candy Crushes—that's where you make your billions, and that's how where much, you keep
0: people invested. How much uh, percentage-wise are mm. PlayStation Fives up above the series consoles? Um, what do you mean
1: in terms of sales? In terms of the sales?
0: Yeah, like uh, how many PS Fives are out there right now, and how many Xboxes? I I could look up the it's, number. Uh, even I no think Xbox. it's
1: three to one. I think it's 3 to 1. No, I mean, they it, were saying three it was to one, 3 to, to one, 1 in
0: Europe. Uh, oh, in like Europe. A, a okay, month. okay. Yeah. Series versus PS5. Well, I know it's 50 million. There's an interesting million. metric when you and I talk about the yeah. the 15 or 20% because you and I have talked on the show about how sure. you've got 100 million PlayStation 4s and only 20% bot God of war. Like, that's a norm, right? So that's you have normal, to wonder... Yeah. Yeah. How many people bought a PlayStation 5 instead of an Xbox? I think only a quarter of those bought the PlayStation 5 because of the exclusives. The other 75% bought a PlayStation 5 because it's a great, amazing console. It's synonymous with gaming, and it's got some extra unique games. So when people say you need unique, great exclusives to sell your console, it is true. It'll help the boost, and it's the reason why... Even now, Xbox hasn't had, they've only had a couple must-play games. Maybe maybe like uh, Forza Horizon 5 and Psychonauts or something. But even that was multi-platform. But
1: yeah, you're only going to go so far.
0: And Xbox does not make you buy the console. You don't have to buy it if you want to play the games. Nope. It is just nope. a cheap entry for them. That's how they look at it.
1: Yeah, it's, that's it. They just want you in the ecosystem. At the end of the day, Microsoft's a software service company. They always have been. They always will be. The issue
0: is, Mag, that PlayStation reports to make money on the console, but that new report that came out uh, a few days ago is that PlayStation might have to make a less powerful, cheaper console because the R&D right now is not sustainable to make hardware. So it's a better idea to make a Series S style PS6 instead of a super killer future proof. PS6 for $550 or $600. Now, Xbox will still make a console because th- the reason why I say that is like, they're not winning in the console race, but the console is still pushing them through. When you look at the numbers, it's like, you'd be surprised Xbox sells oh, yeah, any consoles, sure. but yeah,
1: no, well, no, but there's still, I mean, there's still, there's still an, uh, an Xbox community out there that day one. When they announce the pre-orders, people are gonna go out and they buy them, they're gonna sell out. They're gonna, you know what I mean? they're gonna be hard to get for the first six to eight months, whatever else. It's always gonna happen. You're yeah. always gonna have the 15%. You know, that's always gonna be there to purchase whatever. They're gonna be the ride or dies all the time. And whenever you see every console generation minus the 360, if you look at the other generations, it's always around 40 to 60 million people. Sure. Right? Sure. At the end of the day. 40 to 60 million. That's where that's Xbox's MO. Okay, that's usually where they end up, somewhere around there, except for except for the 360, where they surpassed that, and uh, that was their obviously their most successful on the on the hardware side, uh, you know, a, a console launch, whatever. But the original Xbox, the Xbox One, and the Series consoles thus far are, and this and this Series console is on par for exactly the same thing. Now, if we're going to entertain the idea of a 2026 next generation console coming out, <laughs> well, then they're going to end up guess where, Colt? between the 40 and 60 million consoles sold or at least that you know active users that are in the, the ecosystem it's going to be the same that's not they, they that's why they're opening up the market to more avenues of accessibility they require they need to do that and they need to get in there because they realize they can't seem to surmount that 40 to 60 million console sales whatever so they're like well if we can't win the race on the road let's go off road and get people in here one way or another, even if it's yeah. a supplemental uh, a system, and me- maybe it's their second favorite ecosystem, at least they're in the system. At least yeah, they're yeah. in the ecosystem. That's all they want. They just want to worm their way into your subconscious and get into your wallet. That's well, they all they care Well, they lose money about.
0: on the console because they hope to get you there to buy the games. That's and I'm continue saying. to stay well, in there. So it's always been subsidized. World renowned GeoHound yeah. in the chat goes, What? Anyone that thinks that PS5 is going to, or PS6 is going to be weaker, where are you getting these leaks? Where's your source? Come on, guys. I'm an Xbox fan. I want to defend you guys. Uh, world renowned, I'm talking about the Toyo Securities report where they said, based on the market, this is where PlayStation needs to go. They can't afford to build a superpower PS6. And not because they, they look at the trajectory where they're slightly under the PS4. If you look at the graphs where PlayStation needs to go, because things have gotten so much more expensive when, with inflation and the changing market that you have to make a difference. And they, they were the ones that even said PlayStation may not make a PS6, which I think is ridiculous. But they said, or they'll make a cheaper model that they can recoup that money faster because Jim Ryan already said the console's not enough. We have to move beyond. We're working hard to be more multi-platform. Those are their words. The leak comes from a tweet I put out two days ago. It has the source material in there. Yes. I'm not trying to doom and gloom PlayStation. It's just a changing market. where even Phil and his team right now and his hardware team are thinking, what are we going to do with the next piece of hardware? We have to be way more careful about how we go about it. In 2019, when we were uh, heading to E3, they were like they had the chipboard and all the little doctors, like little technology things, and they're like, "We're making Project Scarlet," and they were going all that it's going to eat monsters for breakfast. They were all go- going all in on like, "Let's throw all this silicon at it and let's make a big console." And then 2020 hit, and they're like, "Oh fudge, mahoy, we're <laughs> this is we're going to eat our shorts on this." The market completely flopped. Yeah, it's a it's a different thing, but. All that doom and gloom aside, things are going to be fine. You're going to have uh, more and more ways to play, and I think these handhelds are going to help people who want to play on the go. Michael Honey, uh, Michael Mooney, thank you for the super chat. I got to say, I'm looking at his picture. He literally, man, he literally looks like you. You can't see it, but he literally looks like my grandpa when he was in his 20s. Like his face looks just like my mom's father, and I'm like, oh my gosh, if like if I went back in time, uh, he looks just like him. Uh, so Maybe shout out he's to Michael Mooney. Yeah, he's like he's he's like I come from come from the past, and he's got his. I come from
1: Templar times. <laughs> yes, legendary Yobi. Yes, the merger is not happening. Just so you know, I'll just leave it at that. As cryptic as that is. Sorry, he asked you. A oh question yeah,
0: past. we did talk about that before we hit the green button, didn't we? Uh, yeah, Michael not, Mooney says accurate. so. No sign of PlayStation Five Pro at Sony CES event. Even PS4 Pro and PSVR no. got CES time.
1: They're not going to show the PS5 Pro because it's only January. That uh, they're going to they're going to be revealing the PS5 Pro in September with a launch in November.
0: I mean, I rem- he says that PS5 Pro was shown at CES uh, at the beginning of the year in 2016, but my memory was seeing it in the summertime or something like that, like at the showcase yep. time. I don't. PS5 remember.
1: Pro is going to be revealed in September and it will be launched in November.
0: Okay. Uh, thank you, Meg. Injured Cold with the five dollars says every Xbox site says Hi Fi Rush on PlayStation Switch is a good thing. Close quote. He says from fake IGN Wow. Well, about, to, uh, No, hey, sorry. come on, man. He says I, oh, oh, I didn't hear what you Yeah, sorry, go ahead. He, sorry. He says from from IGN to Snowbike Mike, not a coincidence, I'm sure. Phil's word means zero. I don't like how Phil's walked back things and we've covered that tonight. Nerds and other legends. Thank you for the $5 super. He says, I think it's smart to partner with switch that crowd skews younger and they have more than one console facts. He says, Microsoft just needs to work on brand and messaging. Absolutely. Joel Williams with the Australian five says, Emmanuel stalker two is the shadow drop is come back on the store. It makes you dream. Uh, I think the shadow drop we'll probably talk about developer direct next week will probably be double finds game. And I think it's kill, and it'll be a little arcade game and, I'm iffy on those flash with a $5 says these 15% are the early adopters without us. How do they grow their install base? No one buys unknown brands. So maybe keep those, you mean the 15% fans happy. Yeah, I, I agree. Kujo 2099. Thank you for the Canadian five. He says the problem with putting their games on other platforms is why buy an Xbox in the future? When, if you buy a PS six, you get Xbox and Sony exclusive games.
1: No, that's yeah, not going to happen. That's that's only for a very limited amount. That's like literally 1% of what Microsoft's going to be offering is going to be going over to those other systems. It's going to be a very small amount. Like I said, most of it's going to be games as a service, uh, games that have already existed on other platforms, as Phil has already mentioned before, and anything that they could possibly uh, expand the the, the 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 player base. That's, that's really it. But anything else is going to stay exactly where it is.
0: Are you thinking none of this happens day and date? Like that's not their M.O.?
1: No, 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 no. I, I no. It, it, it's something that they they will approach later on. Like, it, like see what they're what they're talking about now. They're just testing the waters, and then I think that the the window will sh- will will shrink, right? The window will shrink as to how long. Like for example, Sea of Thieves came out in what 2017, right? And now yeah. they're talking about it. Now 18. it's 2024 or 2018, excuse me. Yeah. So now we're talking like six years later. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they're starting to like you know dabble, dabble, dabble. Maybe it might shrink to like a year. Right, that kind of thing, but it's only gonna be for like one to two percent. like people need to relax a little bit. It's not everything. Gears of War ain't gonna be playable on the Switch two. That kind of stuff is not gonna happen. Okay. There are there are gonna be some titles in there that you may not want to be
0: there. Uh it's but it's weird when you look at the, the rules are are never defined right now. Like Hi Fi Rush is not a multiplayer service game, it's a it's a single player title. And
1: that, I think, is just because they shadow-dropped it on Game Pass. People weren't expecting it. Obviously, that's what a shadow-drop is. And it seems like the perfect game to play on on the Switch. Like a nice little fun platformer. I think it's a great game to play on the Switch. And I think it would appeal to a younger crowd, which, again, generally speaking, I also the think Switch it
0: would really to, appeal to PlayStation. You
1: sure, But I think not as much as Nintendo. Right, I think I the you. Nintendo crowd tends to attract a younger audience that would be more attuned to play those kind of games. Um I'm not saying that you have to be, you know, yeah, younger young or whatever,
0: but uh, yeah, I loved like the game I, a lot. We both that. played it.
1: Yeah, he loved it. I could see my I could see my son really enjoying it. You know what I mean? I'd see I could see him like walking around the house playing it on a Switch. That'd be yeah. the kind of thing he'd be interested Somebody in. Somebody was making
0: fun of his running animation, but he he was literally animated to run to the animated. beat. Animated.
1: Yeah, he was running to the beat. It was kinda of yeah. like a bump, a bump, And then he'd stop bump, and do
0: bump. the snap. Um, it was
1: kind of like um, uh, Sunset Overdrive, the same you know, like that sort of so, uh, that sort of like rhythmic sort I of run that, that he had. Yeah, it was a cool kind of vibe to it. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that, that's just animation. Who the hell's making fun of that? Yeah, come I mean, on, this guys. whole
0: stuff is just like this. Is all like tea leaves stuff like looking through the crystal ball right now and we're just kind of trying to look at it realistically Cujo has another one of another canadian 5 he says if you buy an xbox you don't get sony exclusives and you lose out on games and not everyone has 1500 to buy all three consoles no they don't but i would assume that majority of people own more than one gaming device or gaming screen um and i don't like it when people say it's only fair if Nintendo gives us some of their games. It's like, this isn't a trade. They're not doing a, a NFL draft. This is this is all business. And Xbox may put several games on a competing platform with the only thing in return is more money to turn that around and get more games for us. Scott Gamer Dude with the Five says, Hello, Meg and Colt. Do you think a version of Game Pass might end up on Switch and PlayStation?
1: No. Um, no. No maybe i i mean i know someone mentioned something about uh, switch at one point i i don't know I I, th- I I that that would be too convoluted and difficult to work out because it, what do you put on there you say okay well we're not going to put on any of the uh, my, uh, Microsoft Game Studios or ABK. Or oh, no, maybe they could put some ABK and maybe they could put some Bethesda on there, but not Microsoft Studios. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they would have to curate an entirely separate subscription service just for the Switch. I don't think that's worth it. I think at the end of the day, you build a very attractive service for the Microsoft e- Xbox ecosystem and get people to subscribe over there. Doesn't mean you have to buy anything. You just have to subscribe over there, and you can play on whatever the hell you got, right? I'm not saying the Switch. I'm saying you can play it on a tablet, on your smart TV, whatever the hell. Uh, or you pick up a Series S for super cheap, whatever you want to do. But you have the options, right? And I yeah. don't think that they're going to curate. I don't think they're going to curate an entirely separate Game Pass ecosystem just for the Nintendo Switch. I don't think it's worth it, and I don't think that uh, people will gravitate to it. That, that's just my thought. Because I think that Game Pass would require those first-party titles in order to drive uh, consumer uh, consumerism forward. That's yeah, and opinion. there's
0: there's there's too much as far as all the titles that are in there to have them licensed and and make all those moves. It's just it's just asking too much. Um, and I've heard that Xbox has a lot of stuff ready to do even more with their games, and they have to iron out all the licensing agreements. So right, that's all right. like ready to rock. Uh, DTC yep. Rocky, rewind the show about a half an hour. I answer your question, uh, on the air there. Um, Oh, Yvonne, about dealer. Yeah. Yvonne, yeah. yeah about he's dealer. he's Yvonne. a rodeo.
1: <laughs> he's a rodeo clown in Montana now.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. where he is. Yeah.
1: You should see the ridiculous shoes he wears. Anyways, carry on cold.
0: <laughs> they weren't much different from what he was wearing before he took a break. <laughs> Yvonne Villa, says, uh, thank you for the MX 20 says a few more sales aren't worth dividing the community um, for us. Are gr- yeah. Yeah. I these mean, these are growing These are growing pains guys. These are growing yeah. pains.
1: Yeah. Uh, you'll get used to it very soon and things will be just fine. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, even people like Jez are saying that we're going to see a lot of changes on the other side uh, where they're putting their games, other places. So it, it is a growing, it's not really a growing pain just for us. It's a growing pain for the, the platforms who are dealing with uh, money, money issues that weren't there before uh jay the earth with the five dollars says ratchet and clank lost money should PlayStation put put on xbox of course not and they won't and you make a good point but insomniac as a studio is not hurting for money they the the stuff they've done with marvel has more than made up for any downfalls that have happened with ratchet and clank and i think just this past ratchet and clank didn't do super well but i also saw well. a, a report that it did it was very profitable
1: so. Well, the reason why is because they sold it when, when the PlayStation 5, I think it was a PlayStation 5 only, and there were only like 12 million consoles out in the wild at that point. I think that was a foolish move by them. They should have made it multi-platform. Uh, not multi-platform, uh, uh, multi-generational. They would have done a lot better. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they sold they it, two yeah. If you actually look at the numbers, it's literally the same as what every other exclusive sells, about 12, 15 to 20%. Because there were only about 12 million PS5s out there, and they sold 2.5 million copies, so there you go.
0: At the yeah, end of the, the day,
1: yeah, it kind of sounds 15%. like that one hurt a
0: bit, is what it seems. Yeah, like. that,
1: that was a that was a silly move. That was a silly move. They shouldn't have done that, but that's 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 neither here nor there. Anyways, carry on, sir.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just a, I yeah, I'm just thinking about how it, Xbox isn't the only one to have their own problems right now. Everybody's LWPO. going through a change. Yeah, I mean, they're all geez. going through a change. That's what's happening.
1: It's, and people it's are everybody's getting going laid off. It's, uh, oh, don't worry more. That's coming. Uh, but that's all going to be part of what I already, I, I, I already, I, I can already tell you exactly the trajectory of the gaming industry that's going to happen in the next five to ten years. And people are not going to like it, but it, it's exactly where I think it's going to go. And, uh, and it will. And, and you, But you know what? At the end of the day, the consumers aren't going to care. The people in the industry are the ones who are going to suffer the most at the end of it. The corporations are going to do just fine. They're going to continue making money and all that kind of stuff. The consumers are going to still get their products, but the people in the industry are the ones who are going to suffer at the end of the day because there's going to be a huge... Uh, there's going to be huge trajectory change that's going to happen in the entire tech industry in the next five to ten years. It's going to be... Uh, how do I phrase this? It's going to be... Earth-shattering in, uh, for a lot of people, and and, and the 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 direction it's going to go is going to be quite revolutionary. So uh, I'm not saying will, it's positive. I'm uh, not saying it's positive. I'm just saying it is.
0: I will tell you that it is very evident that the AAA huge cinematic blockbuster video game is not typically making its money back in the industry right now, and it's an issue that PlayStation is dealing with right now through those internal leaks. Xbox is looking at, you know, we're going to spend so many years on Fable. How well will it do? It's a really, really frightening thing for them to put all this time and money in all these studios to work on the chance that the games will do really well and be successful, but not make enough money back to sustain this industry.
1: And that's why I think that AI is, uh, sorry, uh, evidence in the chat. He said, what's your prediction, Mag? Did you predict this before? Yes, I did predict this before, and I, I can tell you what my prediction is. My prediction is AI is going to start off as a tool that's going to be utilized by the industry. This is going to sound like a Terminator 2 uh, speech. Oh, people but it absolutely. This. But hey, man, but I'm just going to say it. I'll be quick. I'll be like less than a minute. <laughs> I think that AI is going to be a tool that people are going to use, uh, utilize in order to make their jobs a little bit easier. Eventually, what's going to start doing, it's going to start removing menial jobs, menial task jobs. And then those jobs, which are already starting to disappear, you can already see it already. Uh, you know testers and all kinds of other like uh, like lower end jobs and the menial jobs in the in the development community are already being laid off. Slowly but surely, AI is going to start doing those jobs. Then the AI is going to start doing the rendering and the pre rendering and the 3D rendering and all that other kind of stuff. And then, of course, the, the, um, the fill ins, the artwork, uh, the shading, um, the 3D animations are all going to start becoming, the are all going to be started done by, the testing are all going to be done by AI. Then they're going to get rid of more people. But you know what is going to happen? The production of the games are going to actually increase in speed. And instead of waiting six years and paying developers 30 to $35 an hour, or twenty-five to thirty dollars an hour. Let's say Canadian. I'm talking Canadian here. Sorry. Um, you know uh, that kind of thing, or even more. Right? You're going to be paying an AI program to be able to do all that stuff and save millions of dollars, hundreds, uh, tens of millions. And then what's going to happen is you're going to be able to get your Gears of War, or your whatever game, whatever the games you want to talk about. You're going to get them every three years instead of six years, because well, I- the computer AI is going to be able to work way faster than humans are, with with a whole lot less mistakes. And therefore, it's going to become cheaper for Sony, it, for Microsoft, for Apple, for Google, for Amazon, and that's what's going to happen.
0: It, it's, it is out of control because the gameplay should come first. And I, I want to engage with the chat here. I want you guys to get, get your fingers or your thumbs ready to, to type in here. All right? You, are you paying attention? Hit the like button if you're enjoying the show. Like There should be 500 likes because Mag and I are super handsome and really old. <laughs> but please hit the like button. There All right, are you ready? I, chat, I want you to engage here. And if you're watching this after the fact, which a lot of you do, you watch this on demand, get ready to write this in the comment section. Here's my question. Because I think your favorite game was probably made in two to three years and cost less than $200 million. So your favorite all-time game, when you think back of all the times you played since you're really young up to now, what is that game that comes to mind first that is like, you know what? This is my all-time favorite And nothing will ever be as good as this game. Write it in the chat right now. I'm going to keep an eye on it because, and I don't want to sway your thought process, but I would say my favorite all-time game might be Mass Effect 2. And I know Mass Effect 2 took about two to three years to make. It did not cost over $200 million. Now, I I still don't want to sway you, but write it in the chat because... More than likely your favorite game of all time, I hope I'm not ruining your lives, was probably in the Xbox 360, PS3 era. When it was like, you know, Uncharted 2 up there too, right? Like, Meg, what is your, when you think of like my all-time favorite game ever, Does it? Go, how far it, back does it go? What is it? Very,
1: it's very difficult to pull out one, but I would have to say like Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah, um, and uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Uncharted Two, uh, Gears of War One, those like like those are the ones that stand out to me. Rise, Son of Rome. Uh, I, I mean, I, I absolutely adored that game. Um, you know, those are the ones. Like, I, I would pick out like three of those. I can't definitively pick one. You know what I mean? Tomb Raider, uh, the the reboot from yeah. twenty sixteen or twenty thirteen. Oh yeah, that was really great. Uh, uh, that was fantastic. Now, I played uh, through that like four times. Um,
0: and that's I'm seeing a lot that's of expensive lot. games in here, like uh, Grand Theft Auto V, Red Dead 2, Witcher 3, or Witcher 2, which those games were pretty expensive even back then. Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Dishonored. Kirk um, Adams, you're
1: my man there. He's like got Quake
0: 1, the- Quake 1, that, that one cost a dollar to make. And Tang Clan like loves that game, or Qtang Clan. Uh, Oblivion, Max Payne 3, Rock 88 says, that one was really expensive, but that's a great game. Um, Contra says Future Generations. Yeah, I can't imagine what Contra cost Konami in uh, 1988. Well,
1: you know, at the same time, we're in retrospect, we're looking back, right? And we're like, ah, it cost them nothing. But in those days, it probably cost them a fortune, like compared to, you know what I mean? Like with with their costs and everything else and and, and the relativity of what they were making. Like but. the minimum wage at that time was like a buck. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It but was like a dollar.
0: Now, nowadays gamers demand full motion capture and, and great voice. Uh, and they're, they're going to get that.
1: They're going to get and that that's with so AI. Expensive. They're well, going to get it with AI.
0: I'll close up your AI discussion saying that because you, you brought up the good point about how AI will speed up and, and shrink this six year development cycle down to three. And I, I agree. I think it probably will once they do that and they get game development down to four to three years and get it kind of back under control, then they can start introducing a little bit of that, um, organic AI interaction with NPCs and maybe just kind of change the, change the, the the climate of gaming again, where it starts to do new things. So chat, yeah, I'm keeping Mike Tyson's punch out mafia two. I was just talking about mafia three today. really underrated. Mafia two is excellent. Mafia three was great too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know, but thank you. I really appreciate you guys writing that in the chat. Um, We've got, I want to make sure I get this one. Yes, Ivan Villaforte, thank you so much for the MX50, says, I want Japanese devs to think Xbox can't be skipped and bring their games to their favorite platform. Low sales and losing exclusives doesn't help. And I think uh, Xbox is working hard to get Japanese titles to get onto the Xbox instead of skipping them. And that's Ivan's... Fifth super chat on the live stream. So uh, YouTube says, hey, tell them good job. (laughs) Grandpa's (laughs) Barbecue Game Cat says with an Australian five. Sony are working on cloud as well because 10 to 25 years time, PlayStation and Xbox will be apps on your TV and Xbox already is. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yes. Spartan six, six, one with the five. Thank you so much for this one. Phil and his team have a plan. They're making moves for all of us. Gamers trust in the unspoken book of X. Phil got the full backing of Microsoft. Well, Spartan, I love you so much, but I I don't put my trust or faith in what Xbox or PlayStation are doing, but Meg and I are sitting back going, let's see what good comes of this and the growing pains, right? Let's maybe there are going to be some growing pains for the better. I would assume. I hope so.
1: For the better for the consumer. That's, that's, that's what I feel.
0: I mean, the you cons- can't sit here bad. and listen to this podcast tonight and say any of this is anti-consumer. Now, when your game specific to your console goes to PlayStation, that's not anti-consumer. That's actually very pro-consumer for the world of gaming. Um, but if you feel like a game got ripped from you, but it's still on your console, that's a feeling that's hard to shake. But I think it's a feeling people have. Chris Christopher Heiss with the $20 super chat says, thank you so much for this one, Christopher. It's an orange. I love orange. He says, you know why both console sales aren't high? Backward compatibility, remove the ability. Oh, geez. He says, remove the ability for older generations to play t- games and force gamers to upgrade. Also spread console generations to eight to 10 years instead of four to six. Bro, Christopher, I love you, but I do not agree with any of that at all. Meg, do you have something to say about that? Did you hear those two points?
1: Yeah, say it again. Say it again. Let me, let me he hear says, it He says,
0: remove the ability for older consoles to play the new games and force them to upgrade to the new console and then make the console generations eight to 10 years. Don't make them four to six years.
1: Well, that is the old model. That is something that they used to do. Remember, you weren't. Well, you got a Super Nintendo. You couldn't play Nintendo on it. You know, you bought a Sega Genesis, you couldn't play a Sega Master System on it. PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4, up to that point, you couldn't do that. Xbox One, Xbox Three, well... And then they started changing it slowly, but surely Xbox was the one that started doing the backwards compatibility with Xbox One and everything else. So they were starting with that. So I think at that point, I think they saw the trajectory changing and saying, okay, you know what? We have to have accessibility to everything so that people will continue to buy older software as long as people are in the ecosystem. So I think they were already... You know, they were already looking 15, 20 years ahead at that point saying that this is where it was going. Mm -hmm. You can't do that anymore with hardware because hardware is, and the technology is moving so fast. And I hate to say it, it's moving so fast. It's actually moved really fast. We're just getting it released in increments because it's affordable. Yeah, Yeah. The technology, they have technology for the next 30 years already in place. They already have it. They're just releasing it to us slowly because it's A, it's very expensive R&D. They can't just release it because it would cost you $5,000 for a new console with the, with the technology that they actually have in their possession, right? It's a, they did, There was a whole documentary about that called The Third Wave and The Fourth Wave of Technology. Oh, cool. Basically, what they're trying to say, that they literally have decades and decades of technology out there, and to maximize A, profit, and to B, cut down costs, which, of course, maximizes profit... Uh, what they do is that they release the technology slowly. They drip feed us technology like a new cell phone every two years. They got cell phone technology that that, that far outstrips everything for the next three decades. They yeah, have Yeah, I mean... It's just too expensive. You would actually... So they,
0: Christopher, you would actually want Xbox to put out a new console every five years instead of every eight to ten because um, what happens when a con- The very first year of a console, you cannot... You're... PC for price, you cannot touch an Xbox Series X or a PS5 in that first year. Then when you get into year two, the PC is like, eh, meets it. Then the next year after that, you can get more power for cheaper on PC. So in the very first couple of years, a console is killer for price and performance. And so if you can take your console down to GameStop and get two or $300 out of it, get a new console for 200 bucks after the trade, every five years... You'll be like, you'll be outpacing, uh, you know, what you'd spend on a PC and you can enjoy that a lot. I'm going to blast through these supers. Cause I want to, we're, we're into the second hour and I want to talk to you about those, uh, the new things we have to look forward to. We'll talk about direct on another night. True77 says, Xbox needs to build a Ready Player One experience, then announce a lottery. That ought to get people's attention. Guys, yeah, True's right. They need to make something that's just so big, everybody has to play it. Christopher has another one. Thank you for the five. He says, also, games are artificially expensive to make. You don't need 8K graphics with ray tracing. To be every major game, just make the games fun. Absolutely, I totally agree with that one. Boner Jams with a $10. says, look at these handsome rapscallions. Evening boys yes. are saying hi. Have a great What's week. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? Love it, love it uh love it christian fifty nine sixteen. thank you for the five he says if they want to tackle the audience oh shoot meg we're getting into some dicey territory here he says why not put killer instinct on ps5 playstation is basically fighting the game's brand uh what a great what a great uh love it christopher's got another one thank you for the five he says PlayStation is sitting on a hidden gem called planetside 2 Oh, yeah. It was on PC as well. He says it's one of the uh record holders. He says Kai F World Record Holder game. I, I played a little bit on a PC. I didn't get it, but it's like a massive MMO uh science fiction game. First-person shooter. Spartan661, thank you for the two. He says his game is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Love A lot of people love that game. Quick Great gameplay. Game. Y- yeah, I haven't played it. I've just heard everybody talk about it nonstop. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh man. You guys are wearing me out. I love it. Quick gameplay says with a Canadian five, thank you for this super. This is third one says the relationship between Microsoft and Nintendo makes sense. Nintendo will help Microsoft with regulators when they buy Japanese developers. I don't know if they'll help, but that partnership just makes sense. Meg, I got to ask you about uh, what is coming. You were teasing me about a game that has been announced for Xbox. We've already seen a trailer and you got a chance to kind of like see something, but you won't show, you won't show it to me or send it to me. But w- no, what do we have to look not. forward to with, uh, this super secret <laughs> leaked thing? Well, what can it's you not say? super
1: secret. I, it's not super secret, but I mean, I think that, um, anybody who stuck with us for the rest of the show, we got 800 plus people here that stuck around for hour two. Um, well, I would say that, uh, uh Xbox gamers have contraband is looking quite nice. Is looking great. Uh, it's uh, it's Ooh. coming along very well, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's I, I'm i stumbling on my words because I don't want to say anything too much, but I'm just saying that uh, it's doing very well, and it's something that we should all look forward to, and should be very exciting for the community when it does uh, when it does come to fruition. When that happens, we do not know, but I can tell you that it's uh it's it's coming along very nicely, and it's looking great.
0: I mean, I wouldn't assume that contraband is is releasing in 2024, but would no would you think they would be ready to showcase it in 2024? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Okay. We will we
1: will see gameplay this year. There's no question.
0: And for those of you, I'll say this so Mag doesn't have to. The game is set in the 1970s, as they've explained, so I'm just resetting that for you. It's a heist game, so what I like about the concept of Contraband is you're not muddled up with cell phones and closed-circuit cameras and the internet yep. and all this facial tracking. It's just what I assume it's going to be is just a pedal to the metal. You lose sight of them on, in your muscle car and you got away with it. And, uh, and then you, sure. you tear off your license Thanks. plate and, and rip off your fake mustache and you're good. But, uh, uh, I think hope that's like, uh,
1: genuine. think like Dukes a hazard, that kind of thing. You know, you just jump it through the air, you know, and then you land in Roscoe P. train and sitting there going, God damn it. You know, and whatever else. And, and there you just got away in your getaway 1972 Chevrolet, and uh, yeah, should be a good time. It's gonna be uh, gonna be a pretty wild game. I, I I assure you, it's um it's gonna be a lot of fun for a lot of people. I think it's uh, something special that we could all look forward to. And and uh, we will see something about it this we year, uh, yeah, more in detail. Other than a Steely, other than a Steely Dan uh, song with a, with a record spinning, we're actually yeah, going to which see I think is
0: cool because they kind of established that they're going to maybe use some licensed music in the game. And, uh, Mag did kind of show me something on the phone. So, um, you know, we have a lot to look for. I don't know anything more than, uh, just being excited about like that whole styling maybe they're just maybe they'll make fun of uh that era in the 70s and they've got these muscle cars that are probably made up muscle cars and they won't use licensed cars so that'll be pretty fun Ala. Sh-
1: yeah I, I i doubt you'll get anything licensed it's not going to be uh yeah just some good old boys yeah, yeah future I- games, <laughs> generations got it sorry i was just thinking of that uh dukes of hazard um yeah uh no uh, i, no I love cars. the. there will not be one
0: to be cars anyway. like that you get in Saints Row and Grand Theft Auto, I love the. Oh, that's like supposed to be a Chevelle mixed with a with a a, a duster or whatever. Uh, yeah, you get that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there won't be licensed cars in there, but it, it will be. They're, they're going to be car based stuff. Um, who asked so, that
0: are question? there any other games that are like fans have been asking about? Are we going to get this? Is this going to come back? Is there anything else that you can tease that we talked about pre-show? Uh, or do you None. have a way of teasing that?
1: Not of that, not of that level, not that stuff. No, well, that's, I'll just that's, say that
0: I'll just that's say that's real
1: inside baseball. I'll wait on those ones.
0: Okay. So something that you guys have been asked for for a long time, uh, stay tuned to the XC podcast. And when there will be, when we can talk about it, you'll hear it. And when we this hear will it, be the last, you'll hear it.
1: <laughs> this will be the last th- I'll leave the show with this. There is an existing franchise in the Xbox ecosystem over the last 10 years, somewhere in the last 10 years, it will be making its grand return. Dang. Okay. And that's all I and that's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to leave the show at that.
0: Yes, thank you so much. Uh and I have talked to Xbox and they said I was like, "Look at the, I made this graphic and they're like, that ain't even that ain't even all the stuff we have. We have more to announce." So we freak out here during the show and thank you for being here. We freak out about where the future of Xbox is, but I think all of that will dissolve away when these games get announced, release dates start coming in, games start landing. We're going to be like, "You know what?" I don't care. I'm just playing games. So, uh, Meg, thank you so much for a great show. Glad to be back. And it's good to hang out with you.
1: Um, yes, it was a great show tonight,
0: how to follow you and whatnot. And
1: listen, I'm going to be back. I'm back in, uh, I'm back online again. You're going to see, uh, you're going to see <laughs> everybody's people asking me, what's your source? And they're asking me the, the titles. Listen, guys, we're going to wait a little bit on that what one. Do you got uh, it? <laughs> what, what we're going to wait, we're going to wait on that one. And we're not going to say anything because uh, it's a little bit too inside baseball right now. So uh, hold on, we'll hold wait. On.
0: I, I got to say, I know it sucks when people say, look, I talked to someone, but it's super important. Even the way that mag said it to me when we were not on camera yet, it's super important that mag is really careful with these two different people he's talked to about these games. Because he yes. wants to be able to have a conversation with them and get an update when he can talk about it. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit it.
1: there. Yeah, yeah, I can't sit there and go, yeah, bliggity blah, the bliggity blah and then all of a sudden that guy's like, dude, what the
0: fuck? It, you know all, what I mean? It's all like, we know is, is it's, it's, it's not ruined? Rand. That we do know that, right? It no, Rand's it's not, not your
1: Rand It's not Jez. It's not any of those guys. No, it's someone. <laughs> it's it's someone, It's it's something else. It's something else completely. Um. Anyways, I well, I'll let you guys speculate. I'll let Gaz is definitely not the source. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> he's too busy playing Apex Legends. Actually, I think he's going to join a Dealer as a rodeo clown. The no. two of them can go running around. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, anyways, um, we'll leave it at that. But you know what? Uh, in the next coming weeks, months, uh, we will talk about some more things that will be coming up for Xbox and uh, a lot more things that I'm hearing about. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it'll be uh, very interesting. It'll be a good time. Colt? Guys, you guys know where to find me. I'm all over social media. I'm all over TikTok. I'm on Twitter X. I'm all that stuff. I'm on YouTube, of course, right here every week with Colt. But either way, chat, you guys were absolutely amazing tonight. Guys and gals, everybody, amazing. absolutely love you guys. And uh, everybody listening to the show afterwards, thank you very much for supporting us. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, you got one more super chat before we go from Scott Gamer, dude.
0: Read it, read it up, Mag. Uh, great show guys. Don't port
1: gas to the show anymore. Please. No, uh, <laughs> gas has already been gone. Uh, gas has gone multi-plat. He's actually only available on the switch now. Uh, so that's where you'll yeah, be able to find it. Not even a good switch, the switch uh, Lite. I wanted to have gas
0: on here, but Homeland security contacted me. Personally, and said you need to keep that guy off your show. He's too dangerous. And uh he is dangerous. Yes, he's going to be beard... launching his new show stuff. And and he was telling me behind the scenes, and like this guy's going to get thrown in a Turkish prison real quick. But we we well, love him.
1: I was going to get him thrown in a Turkish prison anyway. So I mean, I'm just he's just <laughs> going to speed it along quicker. But uh, yes, yes, yes. know I did not miss <laughs> the. I did not confirm scale balance.
0: <laughs> yeah, feels like, bro. Or did I? It's dead. Oh, stop! (laughs) I'm cold Eastwood. Thank you so much. Meg is my co-host. I'm so glad to have him here chat. You guys have been amazing. And, uh, thank you for this therapy session tonight. We really appreciate it. Uh, and and like, like Meg said, thank you for checking out the show on demand and let me know where you're listening to the show or if you just kind of listen to it in the car while you're going, we really appreciate all the support you've done. 131 episodes in, we are going to, um, we're going to get out of here. And please have a good rest of the week. And in the chat, uh, let us know what you're playing, and we will see you soon. Oh, yeah, I got to get this thing over here. I can hit the button. All right, bye, everybody. See you, Meg. Hey, I got one more super chat, I think. Hold on, let me see if, where is it? Right here, Christopher Heiss. <laughs> we're on my outro. People are already getting out of here. Christopher Heiss, thank you so much for the 20 Uh <laughs> it's like, $20. And we're back. <laughs> Christopher oh Heist, thank God. you so much. <laughs> Meg oh my gosh, right when you hit the button, you got a super chat, but we're still live. Uh, let me make sure. <laughs> Christopher Heist with a $20 super chat says, This is an opinion from when you were talking about the future of consoles and handheld and how Nintendo attracts a younger audience with handheld. He said PlayStation needs to bring back the PSP or the PlayStation Vita.
1: They're dabbling with the, uh, what the hell is that thing called? The PS Portal and stuff? The
0: Portal, yeah. I mean,
1: I know that's just a streaming device, but you know what? I think that what they plan to do in the future is that that streaming device is going to improve over time and it's going to become, you know, a, a subsidiary to like their console, uh, where eventually I think that you'll be able to purchase it for a higher price without having to be tethered to the actual console. I think that that's a possibility. It's a good. That's a good possibility. Good Super Chat. I appreciate that one.
0: Yeah, thank you, yeah. Christopher. Because
1: I'm a, I'm a <laughs> pony bot. I just want to make sure everybody <laughs> knows that in the comments section after. I see every one of you guys. Sorry, carry no, on. No,
0: I just wonder, you know, I think the PlayStation Portal, like they could make money on that one a lot easier than a natively native device. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Because I don't...
1: The Rogue Ally, the Steam Deck, they're all doing well, this and that. They released the Portal. You can't buy it anywhere. I mean, even if that's just fabricated, like, uh, you know, supply and demand, still, you can't get the damn thing. I can't yeah. get it sold out everywhere. Oh, and you can't you never find know. It. I
0: saw somebody pick it up easily, but it always it depends like on the region. God. It depends on where yeah, most yeah. PlayStation ponies live. Because they're,
1: <laughs> but apparently I live. I apparently I live directly in the stables, so there should be PS portals. There should be PS portals everywhere. I don't know. You walk, know, in, Pony you walk into a store,
0: like, give me that.
1: Yeah, give me that. Do you like PS portals? They're my favorite. Yeah. Like
0: the guy behind the Walmart was like,
1: all right. Yeah. He <laughs> likes that.
0: PS portal.
1: Yeah. I remember yeah, I I
0: drove across town to get the first connect. Because they were so in demand. And I'm like, I didn't I knew I didn't really need one, but it was the FOMO. Like I knew you couldn't get one and we ended up really enjoying it, but whatever. Dance Central yeah. Rules. We're gonna actually get out of here. Meg, can okay, I let goodbye. you go now? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Yeah. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Thank you so everybody. Hit the like button on your way out. It makes a big difference and it makes Meg and I grow hair. Have a good night.